0: I'll show you the, the preview on, image on. and you can tell me whether you want me to click play <laughs> <that> or <on. laughs> Do well, we want to get in I... trouble with YouTube twice in one, weekend, <laughs> in
1: one Fuck week? It. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
0: It's a shoot cock, everyone. It's- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the grapple weekend show.
1: <laughs> shoot cock. <laughs> and that explains the demographic statistics then, it doesn't <laughs> <make> it? Anyone <laughs> any fails? I said are you ready for the Survivor series? One. Who will survive? It's
0: not a time WrestleMania. Hello, welcome to Spotlight, the official podcast of Grapple. I'm better... And I'm JP. I'm here on another WrestleMania week, JP. Unbelievably, yes. it is here. <laughs> it is. It is really WrestleMania week, uh, as we talked about uh, last week. We just got uh, got done in the pre-show uh, chatting to our patron Simon, who's who's uh, come up with uh, as king of the mountain a great shout for an upcoming patron show on it. Uh, on Brian Pillman, and oh, time is in the bag from the weekend. And yeah, we're about to uh, do four thousand podcasts on a uh, WrestleMania weekend this week, JP. So yeah, <laughs> great times ahead.
1: That's glorious, isn't it? It's our favourite time of the year where we try and what where you're watching stuff and you genuinely quite you go, what am I doing? Why am I watching? It? Why are my eyes looking at this? Like that mm. that one that was outside with no fans during like during COVID. And <laughs> it was a Lord lad sick in, in the, in the ring in the first half hour. And I was like, oh fucking hell. What have I got myself into? But yeah, it's that time of year. Mm. Well, non-patrons will have noticed. Obviously, we had on the uh, on the free
0: feed this week a section from the uh, the weekend show um, on there talking some of the uh, the big news uh, from this week. Unfortunately, more has dropped today. I say unfortunately, loads. of this. It's good to have things to talk about, JP. But, uh, if you're looking for our thoughts on last week's dynamite, as well as. Um, some of our initial thoughts on the punk stuff, which we're probably going to follow up on in a, in a mm-hmm. minute. Uh, do check that out in your feeds as well, as well as the, uh, the Time podcast, which we've uh, we've done plenty of plugging on, but I'll throw one more in. Incredible show, best thing. Uh, as somebody in the comments said, best show you have ever done. No offense to Benno, and I wasn't offended, <laughs> JP. As I said... Oh. One of my greatest—I'm taking credit for this, by the way. One of my greatest creative decisions I've made, um, as a, you know, as a podcaster on, on Grapple Spotlight, was to not do that podcast because I knew you four would knock it out the park. Everyone would love it. The patrons were just talking about it in the chat, in the uh, in the pre-show, and absolutely loving it. The comments have been uh, great on YouTube. As we talked about in the pre-show, BBC weren't so happy. Uh, we've taken care of that. The video should be uh, should be back up now. Um, something happy about now. Gareth having to go with Doctor Who. Um, God is in trouble with the BBC censors, yeah. but that's been there. And also just throwing the line,
1: out. no one likes a grass.
0: Right. No, <laughs> that's it. I, I, I slid into Gary Lineker's DMs, mate. He sorted us out, but no, it's uh, it's been hard. it's been great to see all the feedback. And I know people are uh, still working through. It. It's uh, a monster episode, but yeah, loads of people were in the in the chat. Sadly, so tried to go for the uh, the Saturday Night Prime uh, angle, JP. I think yeah. that uh, that paid off. I think that's your slot for that one. I think that's uh, that's where it's got to be going forward.
1: Oh, I think it absolutely has to go in there. I think there's no other way around it other than to be into that. I'm uh, I'm hoping on the next one that it's going to be. That we'll get, we'll be getting some game shows in there around that well, uh, around that time as well. Just if we can end up watching an episode, I don't know. Strike it lucky, so we can have that whole <laughs> conversation that we had several years ago all over again. But it was brilliant, oh, is it? and yeah, mm. yeah. I, maybe you're right about the BBC. All along. all along with the license <laughs> PA, on the licence fee on the backpacks. Because it did piss me off as well. Wouldn't get this
0: from ITV, mate. You wouldn't. But uh, obviously, yeah, that's up. So there's uh, plenty of people. Or Courtney into. Love, uh, as you'll get in the fridge. Oh, Co- Courtney Love as well. She took she took pity on us. The uh, Nirvana clips uh, are right still uh, there. Uh, uh, fine. Yeah, that's it. That's a bad rap. I think she does. But obviously, I mean, with when she did
1: suicide and- in inverted commas, I thought that's a bit suspect, <laughs> Courtney. Don't do that.
0: Right.
1: That'll be the one well, that gets in trouble.
0: Well, I was going to say, with that all there, and you know, we've had uh, quite a, a lengthy pre show. We've got loads to, uh, to talk about today. We should probably uh, get into it, unlike us, uh, quickly uh, this week with, uh, with everything uh, going on, JP. I don't know. Where do you want to start uh, this week? Maybe uh, before we get into the uh, the big WrestleMania previews, which uh, mm-hmm. we do uh, every year. And we've got uh, 8,000 shows to, uh, to get into, including the big one, uh, WrestleMania itself, allegedly. A um, couple of uh, news stories before we go, mate. Uh, your trip mm. to Red Pro? Trying to start with that? Um, yeah, is so apparently, what everyone's talking about today. I don't know if that's uh, you know uh, a bigger story than uh, than your call security, uh, one or the other. Um, <laughs> I- I'm not getting into your call again. I know that. I can tell you that for certain. Wow! Well, <laughs> I was up, I was angry at the news lot on Twitter this weekend. And yeah, was, you were. Uh, I wasn't even there. Not going to let me in next time.
1: I I feel defeated by it. Like, I really do. Cause this is it ties into this horrible thing around that they're not gonna change. Mm. These arseholes have been doing this for a decade. Like for a decade. not RevPro, by the way. <laughs> the security. It's not Rev Pro. It's the venue thing. And you do have yeah. to take into account it's a fucking leisure center as well. So yeah. one thing you see when they see these long queues are like people wanting to go to the gym looking bemused mm. at you, as that's the case.
0: Mm. However,
1: I asked myself a couple of things. Would you do this to a boxing crowd? No, you'd fucking wouldn't. Why? Because mm. they're the ones that kick off. And it feels like, are we at the point, you know, sometimes they go like, oh, wrestling, like that, you know, you know it's not real and it's like, yeah, you know, boxing's not like wrestling as, as well. Like, you know, you almost want to say that to them because they would never dare do this. So the situation was, it took an hour and 20 minutes to get the first 600 people in hour and 20 minutes. So like it was four forty, or so, like by the time I'd, I'd hit the queue. And then they got through the remaining 500 people in like 15, <laughs> 20 minutes. So they can shift when they fucking want to, by yeah. the way, the other side note in all of this, and yeah, they did the normal one where I don't know for the crime of wanting to go and see a wrestling show. They demand that, you know, they have a fucking right to search my internal organs. <laughs> um, as well in there as well, they took a lollipop off me. They're taking Gaviscon off people. Well known
0: have off people, hasn't it? I don't know what.
1: Yeah, I'm sure when the geezers like turn up up the Mets boxing Mets and the coat, they haven't got the fucking. They haven't got the fucking guts to say anything to them. They would. Yeah. They would never do. But you have twice as many people on the door for this as you have on the fucking bars, which oh. are like beyond parody. How shit they are. And I'm going to say it's not nice. Fucking shit bar staff. Again, lackadaisical. Would you do this in during the fucking boxing? Would you? No. You wouldn't fucking dream of behaving like this. So you do, after a while, start to think, they take this audience, the York Hall group, incredibly for granted. And I feel bad because it's like you're locked into a situation where... That's the big venue. A lollipop. It was genuine. I didn't question that. Why did you have a lollipop? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it was it, it <laughs> was in my pocket. I thought I oh, might. I forgot all about it. I had a kind of kind ting that I had on on the in the queue as well. Before
0: so spec- carrying a lollipop, right. I think I'm with security on this one. And if the Gaviscon bottle was like Fine. one of those big, like two liter ones, no, I no think mate, Gaviscon like tablets for half. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like a bottle of it, but it is, uh... it, is it the, the queue. I missed, like... And it was a long match that first one. It was like 20-odd minutes. I missed more or less, like, 16 minutes queuing up. Because there had one bloke who... I mean, he is one of the world's shittest bars. I was like, he didn't have a fucking clue what he was doing. Just dropped... I don't know. Like, he was out of Quantum Leap. And suddenly he leapt into being in the queues, having to work as a barman, and didn't know how to pour a fi- fucking pint of Camden Hells. Mm. Like it's shocking service and they take that and it puts you off. It actively puts you off going to it because you know, and the thing afterwards, which didn't affect me as much, but I completely get it for everyone else's. They wanted to, you know, buy merch, things like that. Can't fucking do that. Can't Mm -hmm. do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This cunt, whoever he is, (laughs) Like show some self-fucking awareness as well.
0: So this is the security firm of did a tweet uh, talking about always oh, a busy event at your call, you know. You're in safe hands with VIP security with a wealth of experience. We pride ourselves on the service we provide. <clears throat> Meanwhile, if you if you search your call <laughs> on Twitter, you don't get like the rave reviews of the show, which are coming by the way, we really shouldn't bury it, you know, the lead too hard. No, I'll go into that. Rev pro and the show itself but the fan experience, which is just a constant, Bad. you know, literally ev- back-to-back, every tweet is just your call security, gang of cunts, they took me Gamma's gone, they took me Paracetamol, they searched me, like, that's incredible. That's the, the problem, JP, and, like, I wasn't at this show, but, like, I could feel you guys paying, because I know you've had a great day, you know, he's doing in the yeah. before, and a few of our patrons and listeners were were knocking about, yeah. and sounds like the show was amazing, but you'd always come back talking about this, because, like, it's been a constant for so long, and the problem is... We know, like, I absolutely know, and I've heard, I think, Andy Quilden talk about it before. It's a licensing thing where, you know, because wrestling is under the same kind of license as boxing and presumably MMA, the security measures are the same. So you get the same amount of security, you follow those same security rules. But, like, there's got to be some wiggle room where it's, like, this big gang of lads in black wrestling T-shirts aren't going to stab each other over the fact that Michael Oku won the main event. There's not going to be fistfights in the crowd over whether Dan Maloney won or not. It is not like that. And it's funny because they treat it like it's the same as boxing and MMA, even though it's just kind of nerdy wrestling fans. But then the bar side treat it like it's the wrestling fans because they yeah. can't stop the bar or have the staff because you just assume as ah, wrestling fans then i can have a drink which is my assumption is is why that's so shit as well like that's all i've heard <laughs> all last yeah of day. not about the great day out yourself which hopefully we can get into not necessarily about the show it's just what a rotten experience people have especially when it's a pack York call like this which again should be the headline like you know the numbers rev pro put into this building the numbers of which by the way and this is kind of the problem isn't it you can't really do elsewhere in central london hence why they get
1: away with this Yes, hence why it is what it is it is It is. Mm. it is the problem is is that we don't have venues and we've spoken about this before like it's like a leap you want something that's like a thousand to one and a half thousand that's easily accessible by tube now, yeah. the tube, Bethnal Green, was closed that day because the central line was down. So I ended up walking from Stepney Green, which is on Hammersmith City, and able to get around it that way. But, like, for Christ's sakes, like, it, it's, it makes it, it puts you in a bad mood when you step yeah. in there. That's what it does. And then you get in the bar and you're like, I can't fucking enjoy it. And you just think, would you do this at a concert? Like, mm. they're, they're, like I go to Arsenal games a fair bit. Mm a place that's probably more likely in the the kind of hit list for, you know, things going on. You don't get this, like you don't get this kind of shit at all. Like going into, into that. It, 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 it's at the point where it's just like, what the fuck are you looking for? Don't hear any of the fucking bollocks of like, wait, boxing MMA. It's not boxing and MMA. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. This is like, we're all aware it's a work, Okay, Mm. so like, why why would I fucking riot over that, over something that is kind of that is ends up being predetermined? It's just ridiculous. And it's it's completely disrespectful. And I feel sorry for Rev Pro because this isn't their fault, because the thing to go on to the show about was the show was incredibly enjoyable. Did you still have
0: a good day?
1: I did. I did. And, you know, I was with their people in the chat. So, I mean, Connor was there who I was in the queue with. And we were mm. having a nice chat. And by the time we got to the bar, we're like fucking sullen teenagers, pissed off. I'm going to have mm. to order two pints here because there's no <laughs> fucking way I'm getting around this. So it was ridiculous.
0: <laughs> or mate, if you don't want to go back, that's the rule. Yeah. Or or hand off to Jeff, as a few people in the chat are saying. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Andy and Jeff were there. Mm. Chris and A was there. Don was there. Ewan was mm. there. You know, mm. got Mikey as well, you know, got who I got to meet. It was really great. Like, in a really mm. cracking day, got to, you know, had a couple of other listeners come up, and it was really nice. And it was just, mm. like, the wrestling itself made me think good things. And cool. I'm a sucker for a rumble. Now, have you mm. seen any of this? Because I know it now is up on It's up now, but I haven't seen it. I have got an
0: active uh, subscription okay. to the site, though, but no. So, uh, Not mean, press
1: time. To quickly go through the undercard, I won't exactly spend ages necessarily on this, because I didn't see Francesco Akira, and Dan mm. Maloney. But judging by the stuff afterwards, where it was setting up a feud of Dan Maloney, Maloney wins, by the way, which first of all, I was quite shocked by. Um, it was quite long. Like I say, I didn't get to see it, but mm. he's joined United Empire. It was going to be him challenging Will Ospreay. And then it just basically, it was almost like they went from that to Dan Maloney being, um, like, it almost feels like he's going to go in as a junior on there. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, that's it, weird, isn't
0: it? That's a weird. It is one.
1: weird, and he wasn't the only sort of new member of the United Empire that we saw that night as well. That's so that wasn't was only...
0: sure on. Mm. So Rampage turned up as well, didn't he? Rampage Brown, he did. Is, is he? Is he in? Because like he feels a better fit to Japan than than uh, than the Maloney yeah. does. But like I didn't get that vibe. I wasn't sure if he was like if that
1: was is that was that the deal? Was it? It felt kind of like it was. I mean, mm. what I would say Dan Maloney is kind of shape he's in compared to... Fran- a- a- he's basically the same size as Francesco Akira. And I just thought, mm. bring him in as a junior. He's very trimmed down these days. Yeah. yeah, and he kind of has that look and everything else and, you know, it might be something different. I'll be interested to see if that's the case. Um, You'll have it, to will step g- it, it will end up, like up with a JP drop.
0: I like I wow. like i've I've always kind of Dan Maloney, I always say it like I, I wouldn't say it to his face because I'm terrified of him, but like you know it's like <laughs> he's just he's that wrestler who like you hear good things about and you think good things about, and then he'll he'll be in a match with someone you think, oh they that's a good that's a good matchup for Dan Maloney, and then he goes out there and it's like, yeah, nice little three point two five star match like you know he's got like a very kind of imagine ceiling, isn't on, there. Yeah. Well, that's a Will Asprey's in there with him, which uh, which uh, Will will, will defend. Um, but this that could be the maker moment, could it? Like, it? Could be um, surprising it's him and not Oku. You know, if, if they need the junior, well, if he's I, gonna be a junior, like that would be, yeah,
1: I would, I could see that happening. That's going to be an interesting scenario because mm. I think this stuff obviously after Mania weekend, it'll be interesting to see whether we'll get onto Oku in a, in a little bit for that. Sky Smithson defeated Danny Luna for the Southside women's match, which from again, um, so that I thought that was okay. Mm. Like Sky Smithson has gotten better. Danny Luna had been in WWE for a bit. There was one awful sort of spot falling onto people where, as Andy said, it was thin air that, uh, knocked one lad over on there. (laughs) Um, then we had a surprise match. Leo rush said he was going to like, he mentioned about being at epic encounters, but then he turned out he was there. Um, and he came out. And so we had a a, surprise and he lost to Robbie X. Clearly, mm-hmm. so it was like, but it was kind of not. I wouldn't say it, 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 Robbie X always good, really rock solid. Was he
0: not announced for the show? Robbie X was he just oh, he, really was so. he was an he
1: was like announced, but it felt like like he was going to be possibly just in the Rumble. I would have thought. I don't think they announced mm-hmm. him as being in a in a match on there. So this that's is a that's cool what, surprise match to get, though. It is. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. He was absolutely fine with it as well. I mean, it's it's whether or not is he how committed is he. He's but I can imagine if you can't announce him, there's a reason why you can't announce him because you would think with Leo Rush, and then you wonder about the previous track record, and you think, Oh Christ, okay. Oh. That's an that's an interesting. Maybe he was one. always surprised, or maybe he was intended maybe. to be for the rumble and he decided True. he'd be better off in a match. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. you don't know. Hmm. Then you had Zach Saber Jr. versus Michael Oku before the halftime, and that was crap. How was that? That we're was good, yeah. I thought it was a really good match. Um, mm-hmm. and they were kind of like like Zach's big. He's a big bloke mm. at this mm. point, like in terms of like kind of carrying that bit of timber, but Michael Oku was like with him all the way. Um, mm. Again, just looked really, really good. It was, uh, we thought he was going to end up going in half an hour, but he ended up sort of tapping out clean, which then I thought, and I said Michael Oku was probably going to win it. And it felt like, oh, okay, so if he's losing here, then he, then he has this at least. And then it, Zach Saber Jr. just said about how British wrestling needs him and sort of just like, sort of went off to the back. Hmm. Then we had Great O'Connor versus Ricky Knight Jr., which went all sort of a bit hardcore with Ricky Knight Jr. going through a table and the rest of it, uh, going up around ringside. But then um, uh, Rampage Brown came out. And at that point, it looked like he was like in United Empire. I'm trying to see if he did that kind of...
0: Yeah, the guys in the chat are seeming to think he's more... um... You know, going going in with the uh, the other the legion rather than the, uh, the, the legion That was oh, my take. Okay. I didn't know. I just saw the pictures. Right. And it didn't seem as hyped up as Maloney kind of joining the United Empire. I think that's that's more explicit, isn't it? Uh, um, don't get yeah. me wrong. Rampage would be a fucking great fit. I'd love that to happen. Hey, uh,
1: Having Rampage about there, like he was one of those surprises you thought would be really, really good on on there. That hmm. um, I, I thought it was it was absolutely fine. But the thing that we were there for was the Rumble, which is an hour and a uh, half. And I thought it was a belting Rumble. That's the selling point. That's the thing that people yeah. will remember. They did that. They played that Royal Rumble 92 music at the very they beginning do. as you walked in with all the wrestlers like Cameron Kai. And it's like, da, with the music there as well. <laughs> you had the counting down and stuff like that. It was genuinely... How did handle
0: that? Like, I was wondering that with, like, yeah. the, like pro production and stuff, how they managed to do it and stuff. Did it work out well? They've got the
1: stage kind of expanded, so you've got LED yeah. screen, screens across the back, so it looks better. It, like, it definitely looks better. I always say stuff about the camera angle and wanting to see it, like, a hard cam above the entrance way as well, so you can get the crowd in as, as mm-hmm. much as anything else. But I thought it was, like, I thought this was cracking. I thought it was really, really well-booked. That was the thing that we were all talking about, how well-booked that this was. Because... In terms of the people who stood out, I thought like early on Cameron Kai stood out because he's 17 and he's ridiculous. Like I was looking at like this ridiculous, ridiculous shape on there as well. I thought JJ Gale really stood out and he eliminated Zach Sabre Jr. And of the sort of contenders they have brought through, he's the one He's a lot more flashy than them and they've sort of really gone big with him for a while. There was a Match long storyline with Gideon Gray trying to avoid everyone doing comedy stuff, which was great. They had a bit where Kid Lycos came out, I was like, oh Christ! And you know, Luke Jacobs came out looking great, um, and was there at the end as well. Sha Samuels as one of the um, as one of the surprises, thought he was at, like really, really good. Trent Seven came out, is definitely going to end up being a thing there as well. He, well, he got a good reception yeah big one he got he, he's going to always get like a kind of like kind of big reaction if you're running Birmingham a lot mm-hmm. you're going to use people like trent seven aren't you like he, mm-hmm. if, if that's going to happen and i think that's that's very much going to going to end up being the case much like luke jacobs being positioned here as and you're going to feel it's like if you're building in your manchester show like that's a guy you want in like a top match and a high place on the card and it was a thing that you went oh okay they've got people in each of these territories and you think okay it's you know, for them as they're expanding, it'd be really good. Gabriel Kidd, as like shithead heel, who was there at the, the end as well, like kind of being smug mm. about talking about Michael Oak, who was like a young boy and the rest of it. And then got a grid. He was he was cracking. The story with Eddie Dennis passed me by because I know I said stuff about his retirement. I can't think it's an angle. They're going to yeah, do an I was angle. Just, wasn't
0: there a storyline in like old Rev Pro where like, was he on a losing streak or if he, he was lost on losing streak? Rev Pro yeah, or, I yeah, that. that. Yeah, has he been back since then? I don't think he has. Has he? Was this as? His... Mm. Oh yeah, because he, has, he came I out remember. on one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then was there, of course. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and then yeah. they Mark Andrews coming as well. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you, and that, they yeah. and they started fighting with the team of the um, oh what is it, Greedy Souls, Danny Jones and Brendan White, who are also Welsh. So mm. you think to yourself, they run Cardiff. That's mm. what you would do. That's how you can use some of the Eddie Dennis stuff I thought was a storyline ultimately paying Michael Oku getting screwed over because it was the I'm sorry, I love you spot with Michael Oku. And then I think it was Connor Mills who just sort of like kicked him off. But he did leave his shoes okay. in the rings afterwards, um, mm-hmm. there as well. Yeah, really set up Gabriel Kidd versus Luke Jacobs. That feels like that's a a match they were gonna do. But it felt for the most part everyone st- everyone stood out. And there was a bit in the middle where Jordan Brakes and Zack Sabre Jr. had a kind of very much twisty knots match. And you'll probably see that at like the two two nine or something else on there as well. But there was so, oh, yeah. it was like a proper rumble in the sense of trying to bring through loads of different people, some of which you'll know, some of which you don't. And they're going to be, and Leon Slayer obviously had like a kind of good run in there as well. Like, and I'm mentioning there, lots and lots of names because that's how many people really kind of stood out. And it was great fun. And it was like a really easy watch. And mm. it was dramatic when it needed to be dramatic. The way they cleared the rings at times, it was really good. But they set up so much potential stuff and so many interesting interactions that you went, yeah, I want to see this. And it's a, mm. if you look at the overall lineup for a Rumble, you go, actually, that's, that's pretty good for what you can mm. put on within British wrestling in 2023. That's as much as you can reasonably do. So, mm. yeah, I'm, I'd be going like a kind of, it sounds a bit hefty. I mean, and obviously I'd had a few beers. Um, I'd be going a, a, pissed up four and a half. If you were going to say that, but if you drink for two points match. at a time for the rumble match, it was fucking cracking. It was absolutely wow. cracking. Whether it, it goes on it in a VOD and there's heavy live bias on it, but I loved mm. it because it did everything I wanted a rumble match to do. It set people up and it made me feel good about them. And it, there's a lot of good young talent, and people mm. like Luke Jacobs are now getting that shift up the card, and you're going, "Yeah, okay, this is this is now interesting. This is really interesting."
0: Wow, and it's it's one of them. It's like not easy to get a rumble, right? You know, you need nope. not a full thirty, you know, of like over guys, but you need a good chunk of them to be guys who you know people are going to react to when they come out. Who've got their own you know character and place that you need like interlapped stories, which you know, mm. it sounded like that one had as well. It's yep. It's no it's a tough feat to pull off. I mean, you know, I think Osprey, who was supposed to be on the show, probably drew the house, but I think the rumble was definitely part of it. Like, you know, Osprey's been on your call shows in, in recent past, hasn't he? And they haven't done these numbers. I think the idea of it is something that now they can do like I when they announced it. I remember thinking that's bold, especially doing it a couple of months after WWE. Um, but actually, it yeah. turned out to be a bit of a stroke of genius. It's something like PCW used to do them, you know, GPW, you know, yeah. did them before that. Um, you know, are one in Riptide, yeah, Rip the Riptide Rumble. Yeah, that was yeah. another one, wasn't it? You know, these are um,
1: these can work if they're done well. If they're done well, that they can be re like here, it feels like a good reset point if they're gonna do this in the future. And it feels like you you tell stories with it and you're not Vince McMahon. So you're not gonna do loony shit that kind of ends up ruining it as well. But what it had at the end, and I know it feels like like I mean, and Jeff was not happy about Michael Oku winning necessarily, but really? At the end, Do you have money was, on like, someone else or something. I think. I mean, he wanted. I think he wanted Luke. Ja- Luke Jacobs or Gabriel Kidd because he just thought it might be a bit predictable going with Michael Oka, which I'm actually kind of fine with the predictability. But that's that's choice. That's that. You know. That's yeah. you know what, what people like. But I would say the same. What you had at the end was doubt of who's going to win. There's a number of possible people can win it because it's at a level where you think you could go big with someone. It's not possibly going to be someone you expect but yeah, it did all the things that I wanted it to do. And I came out, you know, not thinking about York Hall at the end. Yeah. As I left away there, as I left, as I left, but those of you who wanted to kind of buy merch and stuff, no, there'll be York Hall. What happens at the end of, kind of the, of the of show? I read, cause,
0: cause obviously the other everyone out, out. Yeah. It was Eddie Dennis's obvious, like uh, his retirement, having, you know, lost the rumble. Guess he's going back to, uh, to teaching, um, you know, NXT UK is behind him. And, uh, and now that I- I, I can't slag him off i think that's probably yeah. a wise decision considering the the current lands again but brit Res. if you're ready dennis like realistically what else is there really to do um based on 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 what we've got there i'm gonna i'm gonna avoid making uh any jokes about the the strong scene we've got but um wasn't he trying to like leave his boots in the ring and do like a nice moment at the end or something like that is that what yeah happened?
1: as he was going to become uh, but i never saw any of that because mm. i kind of just like left at that left at that point and but the but the security would turn to kick people out they don't want them to mm-hmm. come in they don't want them to mm-hmm. fucking eat or drink and then they just want to kick you out like always always thinking about always thinking about the customers those guys mm-hmm. uh weren't they for that so it was kind of lost on me but the way that he left the rumble made me feel like it was very much an angle so like i, I it, as with all these things i'm whether or not there's a hiatus for a while on there as well
0: Mm, maybe. Leave the door open for him to uh to come back. yeah he he had like a um, he was trying to load the t shirts. He was trying to vlog as well. I've seen him uh, oh yeah tweet about that as well. Um but yeah, that's that's him, a sh- it's talk. a shame. It's a shame that's what we're talking about, like the security stuff, yeah. even ruining that as well. But you, I was jealous, you know, saw the pictures he was all in, like I say, in the pub in the afternoon. Um, oh, yeah. saw plenty of reports, people we having a good time. It felt like a proper, you know, I know we've had your call shows since the proper mm-hmm. pandemic, but like it's been, it, this felt like if the last one wasn't the proper, okay, things are back now type of show. That's what it felt like, at least at least in that isolated, you know, rev pro your call bubble. Like it felt. Like, uh, you know, like one of those days where I was like, oh, wish I'd traveled. Yeah,
1: I think so. I think the amount of British wrestlers who weren't on the card who were also in attendance is a fascinating thing to look on there as well. Maybe they're all cheering on their mates, but it was like there was a lot of people (laughs) from various promotions up and down the land. And you go, oh, there's them, Mm. there's them, there's them. I will say this, for long-term storytelling, there was a bit where Gabriel Kidd looked at Andy. Uh, obviously, was at the back as he was as as he was stamping his feet, starting the starting the claps, and he just looked over him and just went like, "Keep my eye on you." Uh, <laughs> if you can remember that feud from a few years ago before he went off to Japan. still going, so, still going on that one there as well. Long term stories, yeah. as sign as Simon mentioned in chat: a reverse Hotel California. You can't check it in at t- any time you want, and you can fuck off now. <laughs> <So> it's, <laughs> it's kind of. oh i love it perfect
0: keep the pressure on folks what can you do i mean i'm sure red pro want a want a resolution
1: to it as well you know um it shouldn't be the uh, thing we speak about but in terms of the wrestling and you know dare i say optimism about british wrestling at times like there is talent there and this is the best place for them in the country Mm -hmm. it feels like for them to be there's other places obviously they should be working on that sort of regional level, against multitude of people, but this is a place where you want to be for stuff mm. that's going on. And as we're seeing, it looks like there's opportunities as well.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's encouraging, isn't it? When you see, Dan see Maloney, Maloney Dan.
0: A, yeah, make a trip uh, out to out to Japan. It's it's encouraging, isn't it, for those types mm. of guys? So, oh, no, that's cool. Very jealous. Uh, wish I was. Uh, wish I was there, mate. Uh, but yeah, unless you've got a NFL, some Red Pro, I suppose you should talk to the yeah. other. Uh, Think of the elephants in the room before we do get to the uh, the Mania uh, weekend previews. Uh, bear with us, folks. We've got 4,000 uh, shows to go through. WDB, ROH, AEW, WrestleCon, all kinds going on uh, this weekend. shows. The news cycle has been dominated often by something else over this week, JP, which is obviously the punk stuff, which, as I mentioned, at the top of the show week, Covered in some detail on the uh, on the weekend show. Uh, audio available in the free feed for uh, folks if you want, like our our initial uh, reactions of that. But yeah, um, this morning I was hoping it'd be out before we uh, record. To be honest, JP, um, the sessions, uh, John Moxley, mm. and, uh, and re- on his uh, on his wife's podcast, uh, Renee Young. Um, I, I was it was one of those days, JP. It felt a bit like when like the cabana punk podcast dropped and that was in the middle of a work day i remember like i literally a point in that day, snuck out to the work toilets. It was a bit like the uh, the day, the year, the best of the Super Juniors, that's my other uh, fond memory of the work toilets when I sat there and watched Ricochet and Osprey tear it down um, and I got back to my desk and the boss was like, are you alright? We were gone a while there, Richard? I was like, oh yeah, I'm fine. You know, something I ate. Um, <laughs> I remember sneaking off Rich. for the, uh, the Punker Batter uh, <laughs> podcast. Day. It's my shoot name. <laughs> and It felt like it again today. So, <laughs> I was training someone today and I was sneaking <laughs> off to get a little uh, five minutes in. And in the end, Fox didn't say much, but what he said, yeah, he obviously did uh, did carry some weight. Um, yeah, obviously talking about the uh, what was it, what, What's it? What was he calling? What's his shit? Is that what his uh, His nice little uh, nickname. Why? Oh, he's like, yeah, what's oh, his
1: dick? What's like his that. dick? That was yeah.
0: it. What's his dick? Which, uh, if you've heard the pre-show, we uh, we talked about what's his dick as well. Um, But yes, <laughs> <laughs> like talking about the uh, the the story in general. I mean, the headlines to take our of it. You know, talking about the fact that he was working without a contract um, during mm. uh, during last summer. Um I know that that's come out a, a little bit. and We've heard that story, but to hear it directly from him, to hear him, you know. And again, Constex is key. You know, listening to it come out in his words as opposed to mm. some of the write-ups. I think the way he says it, I think, is important. But he was talking about the fact that, you know, he was wrestling Desperado on a New Japan show on SummerSlam weekend. Could have turned up on AW, uh, WWE TV at SummerSlam with the AEW belt. Um, you know, I don't think he would, but, you know, he mm. mentions it there, talks about the fact, you know, he's he doesn't really go into why he hates Punk so much, but... He's uh this clearly a, an extreme uh Depth of, uh, of feeling there with her, with him and Punk. Um, you know, going mm. into the fact that you know he's he, he was in his mind. You know, he didn't work at AW at that point when he was World Champion. So you know, he was doing, uh, if anything, doing AW and Tony Khan a favor by pitching the Rocky Three story. Um, and uh, you know, even being willing to drop the uh, the belt to Punk. I mean, he talked about the AW locker room, talking about the fact that you know. He's like I I thought it was quite a damning quote from him talking about you know working you know eight years on the indies, talking about you know WWE being there for another eight years, and uh, the quote from uh, from Moxley is that he's seen so much bullshit drama in one place. I mean, that's not good. Um, You know, I know he's venting, but fuck me, Um, and yeah, I guess it just adds to. The other reports we've, you know, we've seen over over the weekends that, uh, you know, there is some uh, some absolute truth to the fact that what the list of CM Punk's enemies at this point, you know, it's not just Young Bucks, it's not just Jericho. I guess it's still Canny. We Keller reporting over the over the week that uh, Punk and MJF uh, have got their issues as well, mm. as in Moxley, um, and yeah. Uh, Basically, every top guy in the company seems to have their issues with CM Punk, and yeah, Moxley didn't shy away from from giving his side of the story here.
1: No, he didn't, and I, I think it's a it's a fascinating because I listened to the whole thing, and what I took from the the kind of the big ones, which he kind of does at the beginning, it's like they're exasperated, and it's like yeah, we have to talk about this stuff and he, and events. He mm. I took it with the bullshit and the drama, and I kind of could see his point. If you think of the play, like. In terms of in WWE, for example, mm. like there's there's a different culture, isn't there? For that, it's a very kind of like quite close, tight-knit, like almost paranoid culture at times when he was there in, in WWE. Mm. AW, let's face it, it's full of people to I'm gonna paraphrase Shaz here, messy bitches. <laughs> and you've signed the fucking biggest. Queen messy bitch of all in Phil Brooks. Mm. Like, and it it feels like that kind of drama, the kind of amplification of social media as well. Like, what I took from it is like he is completely exasperated by this. Like, it's just mm. like I, I couldn't give like less of well, it. Similar to the Rev Pro story, basically says we should
0: be talking about Vikingo Un- and Kenny, we yes. be talking about the killer pay-per-view instead. We're talking and him included. We're talking about this shit, arrows included. We're talking. Well, according about to this him, shit. we should
1: be talking about fucking Marina Shafir for quite an mm. extended amount of time. Who appears? Yeah, I'm not sure part. on that. No,
0: <laughs> I'm not. Ju- to- you mentioned the
1: bloodsport match. I'm agreed. I've seen no element of that come through on television in any way, shape, or form. But you know, mm. he's an MMA fetishist. He kind of likes that stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. But you know, I was kind of very bullish on Friday. With this um, about about CM Punk coming back and everything else, you you hear kind of what Moxley says. Here. It's just like yet another person who's pissed off with Phil, um, and it's almost like mm-hmm. a sitcom at this stage with like mm-hmm. the the ways and means uh, like around it as well. However, I will always go back to like the wrestling world is always an infinitely more interesting place. With CM Punk about than Mm. than when it isn't there as well. But it's almost like the impression is is that he could have I would agree with Steph there in the chat that other than the punk stuff, it's it's a chat between a married couple where you know he talks about a few things like bleeding, their fucking massive cat and the rest of it. So you really can avoid that stuff. And a load of adverts, a lot of adverts as well. But it's like the way
0: Kellogg, Remember, he did that one. It was an advert every five minutes. Mm. <laughs> He's got to monetize your Mox podcast. I, I think he was held back. I, I do. I think he had. Yeah, it probably was. Much more to say, you know. You can read between the lines and some of the things he says. You know, the fact that he, you know, made kind of reference to the fact, you know, Punk coming in hopping on one leg and but still bumping yeah. and just some of the just the way he kind of talks. Obviously, talks a lot about. You know he's got a lot, lot of love for Hangman Page. Clearly, he's clearly close with Jericho. Um, you know, in, in in his own words there as well, which maybe wasn't something until this week. I'd maybe put together as a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I and Will got a lot of grief today on Twitter for 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 daring to say that he, uh, you know, he thought this was uh, quite equivalent to uh, to what you know to punks meltdowns. Again, I would say, if, you know, listening to it and hearing Mox's context, it mm. is different. You know, it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's. He's exasperated. He's ho- he is holding back. He's not going as scorched earth as Punk. And overall, I think you've got to take away from it. Despite his misgivings, he seems quite happy at AEW. I know those two things are a little bit paradoxical. Boy, don't seem happy with his lot in life, and he wants to just you know enjoy it going for, forward. And he not signed a
1: long term contract,
0: isn't he? Like, talk- five yeah, five years. He signed it, but I do think there was some truth in, you know, Will's post in that, or just generally, you know, it's not just Will saying it, that it is still messy there. You know, the fact that you mm. he can't help but look at this story be like, so Moxley wasn't, wasn't under contract and he was champion. And then our mate Phil was going to, you know, whether you believe it was because of the injury or because he just didn't want to lose, he was getting lawyers involved because he didn't want to ah. lose a match. And then you put the belt on him next, and it was just like fucking hell. Tony Khan flying by the the seats of his fancy a little bit, or just you know, taking some fucking risks there. I mean, I guess he trusts Moxley, and I guess you know, he couldn't have foreseen this coming with Punk, but you know, it's not you know, it's not WWE, but things clearly aren't rosy. I think if anything, I've come out Mm. of this more ingrained in the fact that like I've got I'm quite disappointed in in Dave Meltzer, like his reporting. Of, I don't know, Rovitz said that a lot over the last few years. It's been pretty horrendous when it comes to like the politics backstage in AEW. Like, if this was any other company, if this was WCW, if this was WWE, even. We'd, be, we, we'd have known about it. We wouldn't have taken a message board post where Dave slips up and mentions that Punk got lawyers involved for us to hear that story. You know, we would know that. We wouldn't know about some of these bust-ups backstage. We would know about the Moxley and Punk stuff. We would know that, like, you know, that things clearly aren't rosy there. Um, there are, you know, there's mess there. It goes back to the Cody stuff that I always bring up. You know, that was, you know, what, what are your founders? One of the people with the most power and most privilege in the company is so happy to walk away. Then maybe the the management isn't as good as it could be. You're not asking for mm. you know Tony Khan to become a tyrant overnight, but you can't help but look at some of this stuff. Look at Punk's you know meltdowns. Look at the all out stuff and the fact that Tony Khan was sat right next to him when that happened, and Punk was bold enough to do that. Um, to look at you know some of the things maybe Moxley has said here, although it is you know in a different kind of vein to Punk, uh, and to even go to you know Punk. And His Instagram post we talked about last week and some of the things he said there. He was kind of throwing AW the company onto the bus. None of that makes Tony Khan look the best as far as like a as as I always said, a man manager as a, like a, a a people manager and as far as like you know the what they've got backstage as far as you know keeping things uh, keeping things running smoothly. Like it's like Moxley said himself, it's
1: kind of just one too many of these stories seem to seem to be coming out. Oh, they are. Um... And a lot of them involve the top of the card as yeah. well. I think there is a certain type of personality they've invested in. I mean, it's, you cannot go away from it. The, the problem is here is Tony kind of set the rod for his own back. Mm. That, like, a lot of this originally is, and I, know I heard Sean Rossap talking about this today and saying about it, it's the idea of perception. And mm. a lot of it was the perception that it all seems to really stem a lot from the cult Cabana stuff and him being kind of like demoted from television. Mm. Like that, that is the things that kind of set in mode. Then you have the, the kind of the hangman promo and the rest of it. And a lot of things really do escalate from there as a CM Punk, the CM Punk type things. But it's, it's like by not punishing punk. Now you've opened up like the Pandora's box of what wrestlers can say or do, and they're going to take liberties and they're mm. doing that with Tony Khan. And he is a bit of a soft touch. Can't Mm. get around that. And that's Mm. the situation we're in. So these things aren't being dealt with. And you've got lots of quite, uh, you know, the polite with his combustible personalities kind of put together, very different types of people, but all of Mm. whom are quite difficult to deal with in a number of ways. And Moxley is one of those people as Mm. well. Jericho is one of those people. And they've all Mm. sort of fallen into these little roles of like they'll either be befriending him or they'll be kind of standoffish. And You know, I would say, you know, like in... And Moxley, you know, he is giving the the interview of his own free will. Mm. You know, he's saying this stuff and, you know, and the annoyance with it and everything else. There is so many... Like, think of the amount of people who then go out and then say stuff to various forms of media about what's going on in AEW as well. And it's sloppy shop. Mm. It's the kind of stuff that Vince ran... WWE runs WWE the way that he does. The reason it's
0: been uh, that, like, there's a lot of negative, a lot
1: of negatives there. Though I mean, I, I'm oh, there is a lot I'm of
0: negatives of the road you're going down here. Like,
1: no, it's you know? <laughs> why that's why in his mind he does it the way it is because he doesn't want wrestlers to end up. I'm not, ju- I'm not saying the that way that he extreme, does it, it is absolutely just because it is the other extreme, isn't it? You create that culture of paranoia and fear, but you sure as fuck aren't going to be allowed to be publicly bitching about stuff and the company. They won't be, they won't be doing that. God, if they even brought up the fact they had to pay their own hotel expenses, <laughs> they'd be losing their shit, wouldn't mm. they? Whereas AW is the same and it is, it feels like it's it's a mess in this way. Is this going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back? Everyone is saying that they don't like to, you know, don't want to work with CM Punk at this point. But I'll go back to the comment I said on Friday, which is <laughs> they haven't got anyone else like him for better yeah. or for worse. And what he adds is an element of fucking edge because if he comes back, he is a captivating character that's put on TV at this particular moment in time. The odds of that happening do feel like like they're slightly lessening. But they have been in conversation for a long time, AEW and Punks. So you don't know it's going to be that's what's
0: so there. frustrating about this this is obviously <clears> coming out this week with fightfuls reporting and wage reporting that it sounds mm. like you know punk and, and aw have had contact it sounds like there's at least been meetings planned if they haven't taken place it sounds like there was communication with tony khan mm-hmm. like there's definitely two sides to me on this story there's the side of I mean that's like you know i love the chaos i love seeing punk i find it highly entertaining the idea that punk was at least edging towards the possibility of a conversation about a possibility of a conversation about an apology, you know, was an interesting tidbit that uh, the way Keller at this week as to, you know, whether punk uh, could eventually come back. I'm sure that'd be in private, but it sounded like he was open to it. Sounds like even the fact that Tony Khan's making that, you know, communication with punk is encouraging. I wish one of, you know, the, uh, you know, from the people in the chat, one of the uh, the gobshites at the uh, at the last press conference might have asked Tony about punk, you know, even just to ask him about his injury and how he's getting on, you know, just to see what he uh... got out of it. It's taking this bust up to get that detail out of it. But obviously, the wrestling fan of me does want to see punk come back, does yeah. you know, and I'm devastated by the fact that you know, and I heard Meltzer's audio this week that like Meltzer's offhand message board post that has caused all of this is now probably made it less likely that that's going to happen if if things were being smoothed over they're not going to be now um at least anytime soon and you know as much as i would want it as a gigantic CM punk fan i want them to find their way and kind of as i'll always say wrestlers are going to be wrestlers mm. so fuck it you're just gonna to have to deal with it maybe a, a CM punk who's headstrong you know there's positives there as well as the the many ne- negatives he brings but just looking at it in the cold light today is just uh you know tony khan as a businessman tony khan as a boss like do you bring that chaos agent back in you know in the light of this moxley interview in light of the you know the fresh jericho stuff the punk has, has stoked flames in you know with the elite with hangman like i say mjf was a bit of a shocker for me Wade keller mentioning that this week the you know even mjf you know doesn't quite see eye to eye with punk like is it really? If we're just looking at it purely as a HR decision, if you're Tony Khan, do you make that call? Like, if I was advising him and I wasn't Benno, the gigantic CM Punk fan who who loves the chaos, would I say do that? I might say no, to be honest, and that's sad because the superfan in me would take CM Punk over oh, for these gobshites, especially Jericho, but... You know, that's is that the grown up decision? Doesn't mean Tony Khan will make it. By the way, you know, he might still do it, <laughs> and we might be talking yeah. about more chaos in a couple of months. But yeah, I don't know if that would be the, the it, grown up or quote unquote right call.
1: And these are all people at the top, isn't it? It's not powerhouse Hobbs losing his shit because of fucking CM Punk or whatever. It's people no. up and around that. That it does feel like, for the most part, it's a lot of people up and around around that that kind of top end of the card. It's it's kind of impossible because you're going to piss off that many people that yeah. it's going to make your life difficult. He's kind of proven that he's not going to be able to manage him. If he comes mm-hmm. back, you feel like, is it going to be a case where he goes, right, well, I'm going to come back, but I'm not having anyone tell, I'm not having him these lots to tell me what to do. Does he require him to come back? It, it mm-hmm. Like, does he really need him at this point in time? Like, that would be the other kind of decision as well. What you're paying for him is he going to result in the kind of ratings and buy rates that you want. You'll have a short-term bump, but how long will that be sustained? And is that worthwhile in the longer picture as well? Mm. I would say, and this is where you kind of get into the, like, I want say, like, defense of CM Punk and his attitude on this. Because the man's a dick. We've said this mm. many, many times. We've not been shy on this. He is. He's a dick. However, there is a thing about where... Well, we don't We're have to work of... with him. Is it? No, know? we don't. We we don't have we I'm going to hang out with him. i of i have no if to fucking speak to the bloke. Like, yeah. Whatever, talk hockey. All right, you're on your own. Um, mm. You know, with that kind of stuff. The, the part of the thing is with this locker room, and I think there is a part of like a locker room culture there that mm. maybe needs to be broken up a bit. That from mm. the from the previous years, because it feels mm. like it is like a bit of a that they get there too much free reign. Like we've said this about storylines and as wrestlers, and it feels like that there is an element of like trying to like kind of tighten things up as a company. Not like an I'm not talking about an AEW handbook. I don't think a team building away day is going to be the kind of thing that fixes this. But <laughs> I'd but like that.
0: I still want to make it. that joke. Don't do that. No, just throw an interim title in a room and just throw all the wrestlers, all the all the all the main event wrestlers in and let them fight. You know, whoever comes out comes out. Just do it as a shoot though, and um, see what happens. You know, I don't know. <laughs> so I <laughs>
1: Sim, Sim Punk sat there with a the guitar singing about like you know the free love freeway. Said so, I don't know some whatever Princess Diana equivalent that would end up being in there as well, but it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's not ma- it's not going to be managed properly. I don't have any faith they're going to manage it properly. I don't think Tony, uh, you know, Tony Schiavone is not going to be able to manage it on there mm-hmm. as well. It, it feels and like the rest of the too- keeps giving office jobs probably aren't going to. Yeah, it, are <laughs> there are the things thing. with this where it's like hey, you need some you need some bastards. Mm. that's what he needs in there is some bastards like <laughs> he really does right. <laughs> no just to manage some of these lot it's like right. i really do because i also think as well like with these with cm he is like this but there have also been reports and I, don't, I wouldn't say they're all bullshit from younger talent who've really found speaking and working with him all right like is that all bullshit then if I was a thing? young talent, though,
0: I'd say that, too, because I'm a fucking CM Punk market, <laughs> Yeah. You know.
1: <laughs> we had listened to him as well, yeah. it's the people who, like, I've who like, on his level. They're the people he disagrees with. Which, again, <laughs> I would recommend everyone to listen to our Patreon show. We we reviewed the Best in the World documentary about him, because you can see, like, some of the psychodrama stuff. The fact he can't get on with men is, like, another one as well. Brother stole like, 20 quid from
0: them. him, so you know, never speaks to him again. Yeah, it was more than 20 quid, but yeah,
1: you know, it's the, it's CM the Brent, there he is.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steph said the chat there, yeah. Tony's uh, got a media call planned for before Ring of Honor, so maybe we'll get a, get somebody having the
1: bollocks to ask we him a question. Maybe I'll try and we'll call get him. A Jason. Joy. How do you like your belly tickle, Tony? Like, <laughs> uh, what other the bullshit they're coming out with this week?
0: Maybe Melton will call in and apologise for starting all this, as uh, Steph rightly said. she did there, uh, did predict. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll maybe that'll happen. But yeah, it's just I, I again I, I priced the likelihood on Punk coming back way lower than I did. You know, a couple of mm. weeks ago, and sat on it since the weekend show. I just don't see it happening. Doesn't mean Tony Khan not do that, you know. Doesn't mean you know it, it, it's it's completely impossible. But yeah, just fucking another chapter in this. And yeah, I did, on the Moxley thing, yeah, I would, I would, I would just like to hear his fully uncensored takes. But you know, maybe mm. credit to him for, for not burning and the entire um, house down and uh, and leaving some things out. I'm sure he had things to say about Meltzer and. You know the uh, the other people at that website that have uh, you know been quite uh, quite leaky lately, but you know that, at the same time that's their jobs. So they should they should be reporting this stuff. We shouldn't be finding this stuff out through message boards yeah. and Instagram meltdowns. You know as we talked about this should it, you know they, <laughs> this is stuff that should have been reported on and shouldn't yeah. have been left to fester it and blow up. You know that isn't necessarily the uh, of the interest of the uh, of the journalists reporting on this. What you know the consequences at least as far as you know, internal company politics and people's feelings getting hurt isn't, you know, shouldn't really be front of mind, should they? We should be, uh, you know, just reporting the news. Uh, wouldn't that be great, you know? um, yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what comes out mm. of the, uh, the ROH uh, call uh, later this week. And we'll end up on top of the 17,000 podcasts we're recording this weekend, JP, we will have another one. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we're then. getting,
1: we're going to have a few, aren't we, with this? And then we've got Matty's thing right in the, and in the middle of it all around, like WrestleMania, haven't we? Like, that's night one, and he's and he's back in the UK. God love him, uh, Matty's thing, is wedding.
0: Um, but yeah, so that's the uh, <laughs> Matty's wedding,
1: well, <laughs> he's got married event. already, so it's like his kind yeah. of a wedding event, isn't it? It's...
0: Yeah, it's wedding party type of thing. We got there, that's the, uh, the main event on Saturday, but yeah, with the uh, with the news, uh, I suppose, uh, out of the way, uh, JP, um, should we talk? What's uh, what's going on this weekend? I feel like I should add some back. Background music here, or something like that. You know, you mentioned the Rumble 92 theme. We were all throwing the uh, the old <laughs> or something.
1: Uh, oh, shit, didn't dude, there, shouldn't yeah.
0: we? Did, uh, talk what's going on. How you feeling, mate? How's your excitement level for the uh, WrestleMania weekend? You know, we've been. How long have we been doing the uh, the Mania weekend uh, crawl Fucking as hell. far as trying to watch as much as
1: we I can. say like, <laughs> a good five years at this we're point. We were still
0: covering Brit Res when we first started. Yeah. Um, and exclusively Brit Res. It was uh, out of our wheelhouse, when, wasn't it, when we did that? I think it was. You like,
1: could mention the Br- 20... the Brits who are on there. Is what, mm. what what we could do for it. How am I for, for the weekend? I mean, when you go through it, there's stuff on here that I'm actually really looking forward to. And I'm mm. kind of intrigued. And there will always be the spectacle of Mania as mm. well. And a Triple H Mania, if we're thinking of it this way, or like the kind of culmination of his booking of like of the stuff that he's put in, in place, and it's interesting to see how some of these storylines and stuff end up as well. Mm. I mean, if you merged it on one card, WrestleMania, you'd look at guys. <laughs> quite a strong Mania over two. I about the GCW shows, mate. <laughs> the the GCW show, stuff is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> is ridiculous. Absolutely um, outrageous yeah. the amount of shows they're doing.
0: This this year, um, I'm to be honest, I'm just like my path through this weekend is not going to be like I'm not going to be the guy watching everything this year. I can guarantee you that. Like you know, we've done those years, um, and as Simon says in the chat there, yeah, we did the uh, the year where we did the uh, the grapple watch along of a uh, WrestleMania. I think we did that for a couple of a uh, couple of years, once in audio, once in video, and then the video one was just I think that was the death of us that weekend after doing so much audio as well, but. Yeah, I think th- this year, I think it's going to be quality over quantity for me because I think there's good things on every night. You know, even if you take it down to just as simple as, you know, in our previews count dynamite is like the unofficial start um of, of this week so you've got like dynamite like like the highlight show for me on wednesday it's the only job on wednesday but then you get into thursday blood sports is always you know a highlight of a uh, of media weekend so you know that's kicking things off pretty much on the thursday night i'm going to mm. you know, i've got a gr- crack on weekend here. jp is dynamite wednesday go see Stuart Lee live in Manchester on thursday <sighs> Uh, We're we'll staying in a hotel in Manchester. We'll see if I uh, get my way and get Bloodsport on it. Uh, I don't know what time it's on LA. It's, it's what Stuart like, uh, We are on an LA time delay. That's the other issue with trying to keep up with everything. But I think sport yeah. an early starts. So that's then. That's your proper starts. That's your big show on the Thursday, the Friday, as obviously the Ring of Honor show, which is mm-hmm. looking like the pick of the weekend. Never mind WrestleMania. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about that one. And that's you know that's got a very NXT takeover kind of a uh, vibe to it in that... Couldn't be asked with the TV if I'm honest with myself, but as a pay per view, that looks fucking boss. Yeah, um, and Steve got a show too, but yeah, definitely not in that same ballpark. That's the highlight of that night. And then, like you say, Matty's wedding Saturday, I suppose that pips WrestleMania, although you know, we'll <laughs> see if uh, obviously, you'll be in Liverpool, we'll see if we can uh, find a way to watch Badia as well on the Saturday night, be rude you know, not to Sunday as well. And it's that for me, they're your main courses, you know, including. Mm. It is a hall of fame, yes. Yeah, it's the hall of when's the hall of fame on actually? I don't think we've got it on like, the uh, hall, hall of fame's place. on That's Friday, isn't it? It's like Friday it's a double taping well. with
1: SmackDown, isn't it?
0: And you've got like these little, you know, oh, I might dip into Joey Janela's Spring Break, for example. That's on the yeah. Friday, I'll fit that in. You know, the impact and multiverse of matches that sounds good, I'll probably fit that in at some point. I think if you have for me, it's those, those are the hard I'm definitely doing each of those shows each night, yeah. and then the rest of it's just. We'll see the day after, I'm feeling. Or we'll see if I happen to be up and I happen to click on a stream because Fight Plus is a free trial, which is insane. Like, a lot of money left on the table here from (laughs) our uh, our good friends at a a fight. Not that I'm complaining, but you know, there's going to be moments where it's going to be late at night and I'll just be like, ah, what's on? And there'll be some kind of, you know, GCW FE versus, you know, something match going on. I'll I'll end up wishing I hadn't turned it on, but that's my plan this year, you know? Not going as crazy as normal, but that still sounds crazy, doesn't it? I'm sure anybody who's not as uh, as nuts as us is still saying that. that's far too much wrestling.
1: That wasn't the one where I pulled a whitey, and I'll see I see <laughs> the manual, Carl, Carl, in the chat. <laughs> uh, in there, we did have the watch along of maine. It was the night that was, it was Christmas the, mate. Yeah, that was mm. the um, uh, the one that we did the watch along. That was the AJ Undertaker match, wasn't it? Mm. And the uh, the Helen, the, uh, no, the oh, the fucking Randy Orton Edge thing. That was horrible, Mm. horrible times for that. I'd be in agreement with you. I think if you pick, like, there's enough, certainly from each of those, we go, okay, that's a good show. That's Mm. a good show. That's a good Mm. show. And you can kind of, like, say, uh, there's things, because there's so much overwhelming stuff, there'll be certain shows you'll watch one or two matches from there. And so there's kind of an onus on wrestlers to kind of catch up, but Mm. there's some interesting imports, you know, people that are bringing in who are, like, kind of the folks of the weekend, not just a Mike Bailey, for example. I mean, Kingo's making a few appearances and, and the like as well. And there's always interesting things like that. Um, and you, you're you hoping that the who is going to – if there's people who are going to break out, particularly on the, the kind of indie side. But I think from a wrestling side, this feels stronger than last year, um, like, not quite yeah. – obviously not at the heights that it was like kind of like a few years ago. Um, But yeah, no. I'm looking but at... Ticket I'm
0: lo- I listened to WrestleNomics mm. and, you know, ticket sales are way up this year up. as well. And that tells you something. Yeah. It's in LA as well. Like, I'm glad I'm glad I'm watching at home. Like, I haven't been there last year. Like, I don't I don't envy anyone trying to travel around, trying to make these shows It'll be a fucking expensive nightmare, <laughs> I think, if you're there. But I think at home, oh, yeah quietly I'm I'm quite optimistic on it and I was just going to say quickly you know if if you are not watching these, or if you are watching them, obviously we'll have our uh, our daily uh, coverage over at patreoncom uh, slash mm-hmm. Um starting on Thursday, and um, this is your big preview. But yeah, Thursday, me and Steph will be doing a bit of a, a gorilla dynamite review, having uh, having a spots uh, got up to Manchester for Stuart Lee. Obviously, Friday we'll have our uh, our bloodsport review as well as the rest yeah. of the highlights from Thursday. And then yeah, we're saying Saturday, we're saying the weekend um, for the for 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 the other for the Ring of Honor uh, pay per view review. Obviously, with Matty's wedding on uh, on Saturday night, we're going to be working around that but we'll have a show for that and the other highlights from from friday night and then we'll be covering the two nights of wrestlemania as well um on the spotlight uh live uh, next at uh, the start of next week uh monday so you know mm-hmm. we'll have matty back for that one as well so you know we'll be covering it all and uh, all of it uh, if you want it live or if you just want the, uh, the audio patreon.com slash grapple to get it but we should get into the shows themselves, yeah. JP, um, and kick off. Uh, and yeah, there's a, I was going to say there's only one place to start, but I suppose we should mention uh, as we get into WWE's Smack- weekend, there is a small matter of SmackDown that's on uh, on Friday before we get to uh, mm. to WrestleMania. Uh, the Andre the Giant Battle Royals been, has uh, been stuck there, JP. Um, don't know if you got a, a pick for that one, and uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, Sheamus versus Imperium is on there. Plus, Roman Reigns is apparently going to be on SmackDown because he's turning up for this, um, unlike every other fucking show this month that he's uh, that he's not been at. <laughs> but that's kind of where the WWE weekend proper uh, kicks off uh, with SmackDown on Friday. But yeah, that leads uh, leads nicely into the uh, into the big one. Well, that's the big one for you as a uh, top dollar winner in the Andre
1: the Giant Battle Royal. I think that's Bobby Lashley which tells mm. you a lot about the whole Bray Wyatt thing, doesn't it, really? The fact that he's even in there uh, at the same time. It feels like he would be the natural winner of that. But no, no, they'll do Rick Boogs, or the fuck that bloke is, as as well mm. on there. They'll do that kind of stuff. So, but, I mean, it's really the mania. Uh, mm. Obviously, mania... Small match of WrestleMania. Small match so, of WrestleMania. <laughs> the one... Well, the match for me... It's mm. And it comes down. It's the day two main event. It's Roman Cody. It's what we're thinking of as the passing of the torch from this kind of.
0: Is that epic. the only match we know is definitely on day two, by the way?
1: Yeah. At this current moment in time, time of recording on Tuesday, the 28th of March, that's mm. the only one announced for, for day two. There's more stuff for day one. That is has been announced on there, but that mm. that is the that is the only thing that seems guaranteed for that. No doubt they'll change it in the next hour mm. or so. SmackDown, I'd imagine they'll have the full sort of rundown for that because they don't they won't want the option of people kind of picking and choosing even from a live perspective. It's like well, you need to buy for one of the you know mm. if you're going to buy tickets for both nights. This is we're talking about the physical t- ticket sales, the people going to the event itself. You might want to delay that stuff until until um, Friday and SmackDown. But mm. there are pockets of this card where I am kind of a little. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they book it, how they work around it as well. But mm. Roman Cody has been the focus so much of this. Mm. I think it's it's like a massive kind of like kind of test. This should be like the crowning of Cody Rhodes in WWE. Again, WWE able to offer him a platform that AEW are never going to be able to offer for them as well. But, I mean, that would be the main match for me. I feel like I should get the betting odds up on a lot of this stuff as well. Just to kind of Mm. know... Because the reason to do that, as with anything when you look at betting odds, you get an idea of what... You know, they're not fools, are they, bookies? So it's going to be a case of... You know, you'd like to think they're going to be somewhat in the know, aren't they, on this? Well, I'm not like... (laughs) I Not don't yet. know. I, th- I think for me, like I don't think there's any doubt
0: at all. I think Cody's got to win surely. I know there's the you know, as we talked about last week, there's the WWE Hard, hard calls, like uh, like Matt that with uh, I don't know for some reason I'd like to see the whale burn and like to see this Roman Reigns uh rain go on forever. Mm. It's gotta be, there's no other way. I mean, they've already cooled down Sami Zayn, um as far mm. as you know him losing and now he's in the tag feud, which is still hot enough, but obviously. He's not the level he was. Goes back to what I said last time. If not now, never. Uh, I think Cody has to go over. And I think I've got faith. It'll be a good match. It'll be Mm -hmm. it'll be smoke and mirrors, and it'll be all a Roman melodrama. But you know, without making a joke of his entrance song, what's his old entrance song? What's Cody best at? It's it's smoke and mirrors, isn't it? It's you know, you go back to that. I always bring up the Dustin Rhodes match. So, you know, I can't imagine he's getting any color here. But I remember that one that I always felt like I rewatched. It, I was like, was I fooled into thinking that was good? Such was the strength of the work that it, it turned me around. again. I was like, no, it must have been good. Cause I thought it was good. You know what I mean? It's like Cody is like, he's that old school kind of worker. Who's going to, you know, he's going to drama you into it. He's going to, you know, he's going to sell you into it as well in a lot of ways, like Sammy, I think he's a perfect opponent for Roman. I'm expecting a good match out of this one. And mm. you know, they'll be, they'll fuck it. If they don't, they've got to, they've got to stick to London here. I mean, well, they've already fucked up one story. Like it's got to be done.
1: It has to be for this. Mm. And I like, I mean, I, I sort of say it with an element of smock, sort of almost hoping they're doing it in that kind of chaos agent way of like, you're in CM Punk and you keep the belt on Roman just to piss off mm-hmm. everyone. Um, but, I mean, he is favourite, Cody Rhodes. He's five to two on. Um, so if you bet five pounds, you get two back. Uh, and Roman Reigns is seven to four. Four pounds, you get seven back. And, Can we just uh, do them the other way around? Because I'm going to be no, confused, please. Help no, we're not. Like, no, we're not. Make- no, this is the Sometimes way it's going to be. The say the
0: word on and I get confused.
1: I will say it. the word on. I promise to God that will be the case. You, you should okay. go. Obviously, this is... This is the place in which to do it. I'm now expecting the tag match to be on mm. night two, mm. simply because you can have that in the show. You've got all the various participants there also getting involved in the main event when the USOs and Sola Sokoa try and run down the aisle and stuff like that. So that's what you kind of expect. Of it. it will be full of bells and whistles. And the build to this has been, I think the build to this has been good. Like mm. and Like, generally speaking, there's a lot of other stuff in the build that isn't worth it, but this does feel like a proper WrestleMania match. And Cody so far in WWE, like, he's not been rejected by the crowd. He's managed to kind of work it around. I mean, post-Mania is kind of, you know, it'd be interesting to see what happens if they, you know in in terms of the crowd res- responding to him. But like you, I expect this to be very good because it's melodrama and Cody loves melodrama, like, as well. Mm. Like, you know, this is the stuff that's going to play very much into it. It'll be Dusty-rific, I imagine. There'll be a whole manner of things of Roman beating him down, going, like, I'm your dad's real son or something like that. You you can see this shit with your eyes, uh, or with your eyes is- closed.
0: The only thing I think I, where I disagree is I don't think the build has been great. Um, overall, yes, but I think they've really cooled down. Like over the last few weeks, like I'm still it's a good, waiting but... for that big yeah. segment with the two of them, um, where Cody feels you know equivalent to Reigns, and I think him spending a lot of time you know on SmackDown working guys that are way beneath him on Raw this week, you know having a match with Solo Sikoa that was way beneath him, and Roman not being around. I'm sure they can stick that landing on Friday on SmackDown mm. and give us a killer go home segment. But I, I, I would say in the last few weeks I feel like it has been missing something. And um, for how anticipated this match has been overall, you know, going into these last couple of weeks, I just think that'll be my one caveat. I think is
1: uh, I, is stick this landing this week. I, I thought it was good for them. Like mm. considering, to be honest, most WrestleMania main event builds have been shit since like Daniel Bryan (laughs) really they've not really been like kind of great and even then they tried to balls that one up haven't they I mean for a lot of the Mm. time it's been the repetition of the kind of the same thing I think there's the probably for me there's a bit of a relief in that Cody is a fresh name for them at the Mm. top of the card as well but like I say I expect Mm. to go well I I expect Cody Rose to win I'll be having some bets on this I'll be betting Mm. on Cody
0: It'll be part of an accumulator for me. <laughs> so it's yeah. probably, uh, it's probably my take, on it? But yeah, I mean, what else? Uh, folks, about them from this uh, from this WrestleMania cards? What else have we uh, we got on the uh, the showcase of the Immortals?
1: Well, I mean, there is. Oh, I almost feel like I should go through this, like the day one stuff. I won't like. I mean, day one, like Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. I think that'll be mm. a fuckload of fun. Uh, mm. As much as anything else, because I think Seth Rollins will be going out there to do some crazy shit, and Logan Paul will be absolutely well up for it. Um, I expect Seth Rollins to win. That's six to four on Seth Rollins. Mm. Uh, Logan mm. Paul, 11 to 10. So it's quite narrow in the betting sakes for it. Mm. Um, build for it. I mean, it's a series of kind of. They've had Seth Rollins looking quite weak, haven't they? Mm. A couple of times mm. against Seth Rollins. So it feels like Seth Rollins has to get the win here. You you know, you feel like you're going to be putting him into a a kind of a main program kind of match on there as well. So I, I, you know, I expect this to be good and I expect them to do some sort of spectacular shit. And it could be a a hell of a lot of fun on day one. So that would Mm. be, that'd be one of the, that'd be the like, kind of, you know, looking at the match that are on day one, that for me is the one that stands out as actually having a good match for it as well. Most I think Logan's course. never let us down, as he like that's ah, the thing. Yes. Like Rollins is actually for me like
0: the weak element of that one. Like if anything, I think I was I wish I was seeing Logan Paul versus mm. versus the uh, John Cena. I almost said Steve Austin, I'd take that too um, <laughs> against John Cena. I'm still gutted that's not the match um, rather than that. But I think you know for all my you know misgivings about Seth. Pro's pro, I suppose, is the thing people would say about him. He's going to be, you know, a safe pair of hands for Logan to be in there and to and to shine with. So, yeah, I, like I said, I've not been let down by Logan' uh, poor performance. Yeah, well uh, yeah. So I, I could say I could see that one turning out well. Uh, I'm surprised Austin did John as the opener on on day one. I uh, know Cena's trying to tie it all together as you know, 19 years ago, I, you know, I opened mm. WrestleMania and here I am again, type of thing. Um, but yeah, what, do, what, you... What do you make of that one? Uh, I, th- I think it says no faith in us in Theory. <laughs> and I think it also also says that uh, I don't know Theory wins in that case, and then we all forget about it. Or Cena wins, lol, and we all forget about that because I think that's probably part of the thinking, is it not, to put it on first over two days and you know make us all uh, you know forget about uh, whichever uh, result it is uh, that we uh, we get out of that one.
1: I will. I cannot take and I've, you know, seen recent Austin theory, you know, and at mm. times he, you sort of think, well, he has improved for what that he mm. is. However, I like, I, him versus John Cena, this feels like the kind of, you know, the Uber push for him. Um, mm. Again, for us, he's, he's not with nowhere near the level. He hasn't got that level of kind of charisma that you'd want to be having this kind of a match where it's somebody you feel like he's a, he's what you want. Them. He's what, is what WWE want the audience to think? Oh, this is the hot up and coming guy, while mm. if, while kind of ignoring people who actually have a bit more kind of upside. Because I just don't. I, th- I think he's still a bit of a charisma vacuum. I don't think his promos are great. No. Aust- Austin theory delivers them in a, wa- a certain way. This one, he's overwhelming favorite. He's eleven to four on, and Cena's seven to four. But like you, What's I don't know. On there? I
0: I've been stepped in, you know? Could yeah. Happen.
1: I just feel like you could do that, and then have him uh, have Cena win, and then Austin mm-hmm. theory, like sort and then doing something for night two with him on mm-hmm. that. If you've got this on night one as well, it, was, it feels like a waste of Cena. That's mm-hmm. what way I feel with this. Cena's a big star, and it's a U.S. Championship match. I'm not, I'm not even mm-hmm. really one of the title match, but like you say, him versus Logan Paul that would get mm-hmm. eyeballs. If they, God knows, they live for social media engagements. That's the kind of stuff that will do it. So he'll be like, "Fuck me, Logan Paul and John Cena had a match, and you know what? They mm. did this crazy shit within it. That mm. would be something at least a bit more spectacular." There, Cena against Austin Theory is the like, "Oh, okay, you're gonna have this match with this guy. He's an up and coming guy." It's just like they're not people aren't gonna give a shit about Austin Theory as much after this match. I can't see him putting in some sort of amazing performance there as well. So I just I, it feels like a waste of Cena to me.
0: Yeah, that's it. I just don't see it with Austin Theory. It shocks me that he was ever a Vince guy. He was just a vaguely, maybe slightly more charismatic than your run-of-the-mill, flippy indie guy in Evolve. How he's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> looked his way into this position. I wouldn't go against a, a possible Cena win there. Like They just go, you know what, fuck it, it's not worth it. Cena goes over. Um, I guess it being for the belt maybe uh, might mess that up. Or, yeah, I don't know. He might. Uh, Cena might make it into one of me, uh, me accumulators there.
1: I think he might do. I think, I think if you were going to do that, what would be the move that you would do? So you you could have that. And then, I don't know if you're trying, I'm trying to think of who else they could possibly put the belt on him for night two. I've got any, number of wrestlers they could actually use, but more interest. Yeah. I'd be Mm -hmm. more interested. if They did bloody Bobby Lashley. Like you had mentioned there in the chat. He wins the Andre the giant battle Royal. It goes, right. I'm gonna have a match here. Mm Hmm. As long as it isn't Bray Wyatt that he's wrestling on day two, because I don't see any of that bastard, anything around the place. (laughs) What else we got, JP? Um, In terms of day one, I thought actually some of the stuff they did for it last night, Brock Lesnar versus Omos, we know what the result is going to be. It feels like that is... That
0: was... uh, I've got to admit, I've hated the idea of that match. I'm not willing to eat crow on it as as an overall idea. I still think it sucks compared to, you know... Brock Walter, for example, which which could have been the match here. I did get a lot of enjoyment out of that roar angle. Yeah. It was the only thing for the bits of roar I flick through that I, that I did enjoy. But like Brock kind of being the smaller man and trying to sprint into Omos and knock him over and you know the spots with like the it was a weigh in, wasn't it? And you it's a perfect storyline to have a weigh-in. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we would, we would, we if it almost wasn't to Ice Cold coming to the feud because clearly Triple H mm. had no plans for him until Papovich stepped in. Like maybe people wouldn't have been so negative coming in. It still is almost at the end of the day, the match itself isn't going to be up to much. It's going to be a spectacle of Brock launching him around, isn't he? But I think that Raw angle maybe think you know what this WWE base are going to be into this match and yeah, Brock will be into it, no doubts on the Brock win on that one, but. It's not going to be offensively bad, I don't think. I think if they're, then it's going to be badly entertaining at its, uh, at its absolute flawless.
1: I've seen a lot worse, really big guys mm. than Omos. Like, mm. I'm sorry, I still think he's better than the great Carly. Like, any <laughs> amount of massive guys they've had, he looks at least somewhat more coordinated than some of them. Mm. This all really depends on how Omos takes the F5. If he yeah. takes it well, then it will look like a great spot and that'll be the thing that people will remember from it because that's really what this match exists for. Mm. Overwhelming favourite is Brock Lesnar. He's 5-1 to one on. Omos is 3-1. to one. I can't see any other... Brock Lesnar's not losing to Omos. He has some element of decision-making <laughs> in this, which
0: suggests... That's why he, the match is happening. That's why the match is happening.
1: He doesn't want a job to anyone. And this mm. is the one where you go, how do I work the least and get the most mm. from it? Well, I'm just going to f 5 this massive, the biggest bloke in the company, the end. Mm. Not a bad plan. No, not a bad plan at all. I mean, we should mention it. The main event for this show is for night one. Is it? Well, (laughs) it's on last, if you wanted to think of that as the main event. Yeah, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Mm. The build feels non-existent for me. Charlotte Flair feels like there's just like a lot of, Hate that has just sort of gone, like, mm. isn't it? As like, this is this is the kind of like, if it's a power play, you do. I think you should be shown up. I don't think there'll mm. be crowd interest. Dare I say, like, you know, they had a match during the pandemic era mania over two nights, and it was the mm. best wrestling match over the two nights. You mm. would really argue in the first top couple of matches, but that was a dismal WrestleMania. Um this I don't think is gonna have that. Maybe the crowd will be into to Rhea Ripley. She should be going over on on here, like clean and decisive, because Charlotte won the last time there as well. But yeah, it, it just I've no interest in this match whatsoever. Would I be watching yeah. it if we weren't podcasting about it? Probably not. I'd feel like I could avoid it. I don't really that's care.
0: Same because that live mania we were all we all stayed up for. Like it was match. It was a good match. a good match. Um, You know that last time, and I know it's like you know it's a pay them back type of thing. But you know, I, it's a com- it's a deeper conversation for another time. But mm. that's obviously you know even even I'll say like you look at like you know NXT. What did Triple H build NXT on? In a lot of ways, a really strong women's division that showed up the mm. main roster women's division, and now he's in charge of the main roster and the women's programs going into mania couldn't be colder and it's not like he hasn't got the pieces there to play with like you know how many times did we used to say you know as much as we'll shit on WWE their women's division always shit on AEW not sure that's true right now you know um and yeah this is ice cold and shouldn't be the main events I've got no intrigue into it I guess it's what yeah. is is, is really the, the favorite did you say is she the uh, is it here crowning so... is that why we're going long last is that what this is like yeah, well, just
1: l- looking at it on here, she's five to one on, and Charlotte Flair's eleven to four. Oh right, well, there you go. Then yeah, like she is like yeah, yeah. overwhelming favourite for it as well as mm-hmm. she should be. Mm-hmm. It's just over the two nights. Is this like going to be death? It's going to be. How can
0: they go on last? How can they well, we go on last? Because the rumor is that like this one, like the you know Owens and Zayn versus the Usos. I don't think it's been officially announced for night one. None. We believe it is, based on the fact that you know the Roman Cody thing's on, on night two, so for balance, you want it on night one. But, you know, I've seen open and where's this on your cards? Like, you know, is it going second last and kill all of you for the main events? Because even if I, you know, in the grand scheme of things, think sammy's aim's been cooled down a little bit i don't think this is as hot as you know a sammy singles made about will be i'll die on that hill you know i would have done the two nights of uh, of roman defenses but we're here now with this match and even though with that said that it's cooler than you know it could have been it's still going to be the hottest thing if it's on day one by by a country mile like that is like that goes out saying it's the thing that the fans are most invested in sammy's you know if not cody the most over babyface on the show fuck, maybe they've got a challenge there because the fans are going to be so into this one and they're going to be so not into that main event.
1: If they're on day one and they're on in the middle of the show, it should be, I don't want this as a fucking opener. Like, I really Mm. don't. I want the show to... It can't be seen as the the
0: opener now.
1: Oh, okay. That's the opener in there. Well, Mm. in which case, this for me is what I get is the... When it was, they put Rock and Hogan on in the middle of the card when Mm. it was Jericho versus uh, WrestleMania 18. Yeah uh jericho versus um triple h in the triple main h. event and people were leaving because yeah. the real main event was rock versus hogan to this mm-hmm. audience and this crowd and i'm not saying that these guys are rock and hogan this is much more what people want so the dog's having a bad dream so if you hear some no. whimper in the background i'm not Big keeping someone in fucking hostage um <laughs> like it is a it is a a thing um where this mm. is gonna be getting the most of the heat. This is where it's a you're a big going
0: moment to, as well. If you want you know, Rhea to a win moment. in the title, to be a moment, it's gonna to be totally eclipsed by Sammy and, and Kevin winning the tag belts. Like that's what yeah. people are gonna to want to see out of this. That's
1: what wow. they're gonna see. They're overwhelming favourites. They're seven to oh. one on and the Usos are four to one. So yeah. like you look at this and you just you, you think to yourself, oh, okay, this is what we should have here is like, you're thinking of the overall bigger story, which should be the kind of bloodline and chaos after mm. WrestleMania. They lose the belts. Do they go yeah. away? Are they more reflective? Do they come back as nasty? Here? All these various kind of stuff. That's what it kind of should be. Um, mm. But this is, if it's on night one, should be the highlight of main one. It should be main event in night one. Yeah. And the idea of balance is, it's just like, what is the stuff that's over with people? This is over with people. It's yeah. just that, This feels like the level that they've always pegged Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as being at. Mm.
0: We'll see. I mean, there is, you know, as much as I'm a little bit, you know, dejected the fact that they didn't go with the Sami main I think it, there's still that story isn't there that them too yeah. you know with their, with their career and where they started to where they got to you know by staying themselves and you know working with each other and the long feud and stuff it's still it's it's a nice thing that you know that they are getting this moment together at Wrestlemania um, I think maybe uh, we just think there could have been a uh, Bigger things on this weekend, but speaking of that, what else have we got? What's the assorted jumbled lot that hasn't uh, been given oh. a night yet? JP, what have we got?
1: Oh, well, uh, there is one more match on night one we haven't mentioned on there. Just very, oh. very quickly: Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control. Oh right, the, yeah. <laughs> Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus win. Yeah.
0: Oh, I, I feel even... a fever dream that one. I still don't like somehow like in even in my like tentative WWE TV watching. I've just not stumbled across that one. <laughs> I like, no. just like I've seen little bits where I believe Trish and Lisa are on a, are on WWE TV, but I still don't believe that's a real WrestleMania
1: match. But uh, I, I've read about it doing know. the daily updates mm-hmm. for like the last month and a bit, and I and I've no almost have like no recollect. Oh, okay, yeah, this match is happening, isn't it? Okay, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel special. In a weird, yeah. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus would feel really fucking special. I would feel like something that the crowd would get well up for on this. It's what it's, Trish is up for it, isn't it, Yeah, it's whether or not she's up for it. It's, mm. it's mania season. They're going to have that. They're going to want to, you know. This What I will say. I can say, eat the pin, can't you?
0: A big positive of these two cards, and I've heard it said a couple of times in places, is like we are talking pretty much wall to wall it's got other than Cena and other than these two in this match, it's a homegrown roster, you know, mm. with, with homegrown stories and main events, you know, as homegrown as you can be, you know, being Cody, you clearly got bigger, bigger over an AW or whatever, but it's, you know, guys who are currently in their primes or towards the end of their primes, maybe in a, in Brock's case, all in these top spots, you know, Sammy and, and Kevin Owens mm-hmm. is like the, the other major story, I suppose, like I say, you got a uh, got Cody and Roman, you know, who's a, a current star, it's the least they've re- you know they've relied on older stars and I think a slot like this for them isn't the end of the world. If there were better individual women's stories going on it'd yeah. be more forgivable. But in principle, I actually don't think this is a negative. This is a nice spot to get those little nostalgia pops. You know, it'll be a nice crowd. Please that it probably won't outstay its welcome. It might end up being you know better than we think. Look at the look at the parts that are in there. You know, there's a there's good wrestlers in there and Lita, so you know it could end up being actually good. So you know, and she might even nail a moonsault. Who knows? We might get lucky. Um, <laughs> maybe don't hope nice. for too much, but you know, it's not the worst thing to have on the uh, on the show. Yeah, yeah. These graphics are as... from WWE.com, by the way. I will say, yeah, they're not the best, are they? <laughs> okay,
1: unless they're gonna, mm. unless they're gonna, uh, I don't know, are they gonna go after us now as well? I mean, in terms of the <laughs> betting, for this seven to four on uh, mm. Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish I thought would be Got like it. kind of much longer odds than that. Uh, so uh, you know, uh, and then damage what control five d- damage control five to four, which feels like there's not much distance between them, and I don't, I don't know, one, yeah. Yeah, that, that that that's a potential accumulator buster. According mm. on that, In terms of the other stuff that mm. hasn't been announced of what show it is going to go on there. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. We're going to be <laughs> <laughs> Mysterio I, versus Mysterio. I do want uh, to see it.
0: I got to it It's this is this is the one night where I think you can say that JP and get away with it. Yes. Look, I said this on the on the day. I think it was on the daily update or the weekend show. We are absolutely like I'm godsmacked they did it, but this has been well built. I like in the WWE universe. Don't get me wrong, and the types of stories they tell. Would it be a feud ad book? No. Do I want to see Dominic Mysterio wrestle ever? No. But if you were going to book this feud, and with you know the the Ray and Eddie history and Dominic and that kind of you know soap opery type stuff. I think this is as good as you can execute it. Mm. I think the the angle on uh, SmackDown last week was very well received with Ray finally snapping and you know uh, accepting the match with Dominic. I got a kick out of you know the angles where Dominic and Rhea had turned up at Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff like that at the Stadio House, and Ray'd have his mask on, you know, just sat there having his dinner, you know, all of that stuff I did think was quite funny. And I think it's been well built. It was. And I think as well at WrestleMania, you know you rest him, it's a shame uh Patson's not around. He could uh he, he could absolutely, you know, be the type of you know, like a Hogan Warrior type. Could yeah you can lay this out where you can hide Dominic shortcomings and it's gonna be over with the live crowd. I think this is gonna be good. I really do. And I think I've got no other use for Dominic past this. I never want to see him having a match again because he's he he is he's David Flair of 2023. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's that same son who just doesn't get it. Who's everything about him is wrong. Is I, you know, I don't get into footwork, JP, but you know his, everything about the way he works. He doesn't feel like a competent pro wrestler. He feels like someone who needs 10 years of indies, like at least you know to to get there. He's been thrust into the, the limelight. But this is the one match he was built for. This is the one story he was built for. Fuck him off after this, but tentatively quite excited for this one, JP. Yeah,
1: I am. And then afterwards, if he started tagging with Gino Medina on the indies, then I wouldn't necessarily be missing <laughs> Dominic Mysterio. Put him in a mask. Yeah, put him, him, put a him mask. in a mask for it. I mean, yeah. it's it's like I did enjoy the line that he said, I, I wish Eddie was my dad. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's, I mean, and that's all off a fucking... Sort of joke of a, an angle, anyway, isn't it? I mean, mm. uh, he's overwhelming favourite to win this. Dominant Mysterio he's 11 is eleven to four. He? Eleven to four on Ray Mysterio thirteen to eight. I'd love to see if Ray was pulling politics for this. I'm not putting over my own son. <laughs> I mean, that would be funny That'd
0: he'll want to lose won't up. he that's, he will that's do that's not a coupon booster that one is it unless that, like again you never know Vince wakes up in a bad mood turns up decides that he's going to book all the finishes and you know I wouldn't put it past him but as long as he's kept at bay and uh, a Triple H slash Ray Mysterio's call I think that's where we go
1: this needs to be hot and short basically mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know a scenario that it, it, it can is Ray's daughter does she wrestle is there a chance her turning uh, heel, Stephanie McMahon style? Some
0: Guerrero that? family out there as well, you know. You never know. We might. Wow, well,
1: that, that wouldn't be a surprise if she turned up. Is is? Like
0: hey, Vicky, Vicky Guerrero, yeah, AEW. Guerrero.
1: Yeah, gone from AEW, so yeah, possibly mm-hmm. if if that's the case there. So yeah, Connor's right. And he's in, in the well.
0: follow-up coming up after this. Oh yeah,
1: maybe it won't be one and done. Um, yeah, there we go. But uh, so you, but you have finish. He pisses him off. Mm. Yeah, that that writes mm. itself. Um, in terms of the other stuff to be announced, um, we've got the Raw Women's... T- well, actually, I'm, I'm not as interested in that. So I'm not going to talk about it as well. The Intercontinental Triple Threat Match. Gunter mm. versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Mm. Which I just want to see it as Gunter versus Sheamus, the rematch. That's really yeah. where my... It feels like we've had to shoehorn in Drew McIntyre. It'll um, be good, I think it'll be fun in that kind of shit-kicking way. They'll have, again, worked and planned on it as well. Mm. Personally, if you're going to... I mean, where I think this might go... I mean, I think Gunter is being kind of prepped for being like kind of a top heel. He could do with dropping the title here. I personally not like see him put it on Sheamus. I think they might be putting on Drew, and I think we'll end up with a shoot, uh, a heel turn for... for Drew McIntyre as well at some point. That's where I kind of cut, subtly see it going. Sheamus favourite here, five mm. to six on Gunter, eleven to ten. I oh, sorry, six to five on Sheamus, eleven to ten Gunter. Drew McIntyre seven to two. Like I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I just think what would Vince do here? And he'd be like, well, put that fucking title on Drew McIntyre, <laughs> wouldn't he? For this, yeah. But
0: I almost yeah. don't care who wins. I don't care what happens after it. I just want them to go out there and hit each other hard. Yes. And I think that's what you're going to get. You know, like, again, I've been cold on a lot of the WrestleMania bill, but this is another one where I think I do think the match will be good. Like, um, Gunther hasn't, as far as I've seen, had a bad match. <laughs> WWE, mm. I could, what's the first time you ever saw Gunther have a bad match? Actually, go back to the Walter days. You ever seen a bad Walter match? Oh. Like, at least, you know, in modern terms, you know, not back when he was wearing green and he had his hair dyed. Like, yeah. You know, this is going to be of course. It's going to be good. The I've all I've said it a million times. The ring cam versus brawl and brute stuff has been, you know, the the secret source to what's made those SmackDowns watchable. Um, they just go out there and kick shit out of each other. Mm. It'll happen again without the Drew McIntyre, which I can give or take, but fine you know he'll, he'll stylistically fits and you'll have pete dunn running laps yeah. you know around the ring doing his wacky shit he'll get involved i'm sure at some point you know whatever um that'll, that'll pro- that, to be fair that's over that's that'll be fun i i think this will be good i think there'll be shenanigans mm. and there'll be hard hits and at the end of it Gunther will probably win in my opinion but i'm not even that bothered i just want to see a good match i
1: I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with something. I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre sort of sneaking the title and then it being a sort of Drew and Sheamus thing for a while. Yeah. He
0: could well, get it without feeling like he like, says. Like,
1: uh, yeah. Know, it's the way, way of like, getting yeah. the title off Walter. Mm. I feel like I just it's want good to shelf. call him that. feels like a way of getting a title off Walter without him being pinned whilst he also gets to go into the kind of main event scene. Cause gets get to be on SmackDown and be all angry about his title being taken off him and the rest of it. Um, yeah, I mean, after <laughs> we've got to talk about it at some stage Helen the Cell, where it's Edge. I would say Edge versus Finn Balor, but it's versus the demon. So, yeah, Papa Lazarou, fucking back, uh, back on there as well. Um, except, unfortunately, it feels like we are all his wife and we're going to be like inside whatever mock animal that Papa Lazarou does. If you've never watched League of Gentlemen, none of that makes any sense whatsoever, what I've just said. <sighs> This... Apparently
0: the old cell's coming back, mate. So at least there's that. Who so at gives least a it...
1: shit if the old cell comes <laughs> back? Gives a fuck.
0: It's red Sorry. in the graphic, by the way. I will point that. out. And that was another room, by the way, this week, JP. There might be a new WBL, switch, which might uh, give away the uh, the finish leather the uh, the night two uh, night two, well, It looks like a
1: third, fight um... between two fucking heroin addicts fighting in a burning building <laughs> judging by the graphics on screen at the moment. They look <laughs> anyone not watching the video version. That's
0: horrendous. Like it really is. <laughs> <laughs> Who looks worse? I don't know. We both look broken. I don't know. Um, I'm betting
1: on Mark R- Mark Renton to sneak the win then in, 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 in that <laughs> case between them. Apparently it's going to be some bullshit like there is like Edge has got some stupid ideas and I thought well colour me fucking shocked for that to oh, be the case. Oh maybe Finn Balor's coming back I'm
0: as one of those I, um Shitty, you know, when you're on Facebook and Facebook suggests posts, I got suggested like wrestling news. Dot whatever, and uh, apparently, the scoop to them is that uh, Tony Khan has allowed Christian to come work at uh, WrestleMania, so you know, him and Gangrel come out for a blo- for a brood reunion. That's literally what the story was. Oh, I'm not f- reporting that, by the way, I know that it was just one of those Facebook pages. What, him and Paul, no that kind of see him. right? Fair
1: enough. <laughs> if we're gonna get in there, this old is that da- little Davy Heath. Age
0: in the Cages, Andy Ogden says that's what this is. The fucking state. I swear, Edge was a good-looking lad back in the day. <laughs> like the fucking that's state right. of. To... And they'll go like Connor's right. This will go like forty-five minutes. It'll put us to sleep like uh, like Edge, you know, did last year. Like it's coming, isn't it?
1: Like, oh, God. there'll be a lot of <laughs> there'll be a lot of like you'll be you'll be basically making will be very judgmental about the people who go. Oh, they gave it time first, built it up, old schools. What? What's as that? in old schools in fucking boring? Yeah. Granted, mm. I I can't see this being anything else but shit. Like I really can't. I want to find the odds. Matty will give it, it. five.
0: Matty oh, like, will be like, at least the floor for Matty on this match, folks. If you're right? if you've been missing Matty, you might not have to do the WrestleMania review on spotlight next week when he gives this. The floor is four and a half. Right? There's you he's, he's going no lower than that. Hundred percent nailed on. What, Cage hey, Edge, no chance.
1: Finn Balor's two to one on for this. Edge is 11 to 8. I somehow can't see anyone else but Edge winning this.
0: A lot feels of movies like of Edge won- leaving, isn't there, though? No, like that that's something that's persisted. Um like yeah. the edge to AWA <laughs> which Money I mean, he's on. Uh,
1: no, you shouldn't be going anywhere. He feels like he's robbing them blind. Right yeah, at yeah. this point, with the, the money that he's earning on it. I mean it's the, the Ryan Saturn match of the night, as uh, as Sam yeah. rightly says there. Yes, that is what that feels like. Jesus. And the other stuff that's left i mean the raw women's yeah. title i think this could be a good match the build i think has been feels like non existent to me like i've i'm not been remotely heard anyone speak about this or be enthusiastic but bianca belair versus asuka like mm. it could be a good match and bianca belair has previous i mean it's almost like you'd probably start off night 2 with something like that mm. i would have thought like again, you, ice cold, but it's an ice cold as a match, as well. Mm. Yeah, Steph says there were well, a lot of us are thinking if Tony hires Edge, I'm done. He will on mm. mega bucks deal uh, if if that is the case. Uh, in terms of who wins this, I'll go to the uh, I'll go to the odds on on this one here. Eh? Just bear with me for one second. Oh, yeah, it's the Raw Women's Champion, isn't it? Askers five to four on was Bianca Belair's eleven to ten on. It feels like they don't know which way it's going to go. Um, I I don't know. And I don't really care. I either. like Bianca Belair. If but like, and she's proved she can do it in a proper main event as well. Yeah. The match with her and Sasha Banks. I would, if you were going to headline, are you going to have a women's match headline out of the two? I, I would prefer this one than the Charlotte Rhea Ripley one. This is just going to be lost as an afterthought in time. Who wins? Yeah. I don't really know. It'll be a coupon buster either way. I think it's the kind of thing, again, that I'll completely fuck up. Say Bianca Belair and they put the title on Asuka, and someone will go, it was obvious going to put it on Asuka. And i am like, how would you know? How would you, how are you even aware this match is really happening? Because it does feel like an afterthought. Yeah,
0: it'll be a good match. Despite the terrible build and the lack of interest, who yeah. that wins? That's uh, that's my take on it. Um, what won't be a good match, also on there? Yeah. But what's this one? <laughs> I oh, didn't even I know this was an out. Some Some mystery tag. Liv Morgan, Raquel <laughs> Rodriguez. S- so much strategy.
1: shit in there. Sonia
0: and Chelsea Green v. Ronda Razi and Shayna Baylor, depending on whether uh, Ronda Razi shoots on any old man in creative uh, again this week.
1: God <laughs> help Shotzi if she week. shoots on her. She's got hmm. a fucking death wish with some of the, the inability to wrestle on there. This is shit. They've done... Talk about... like Say this about Ronda Rousey, how little she means. She is... Mm. Ronda Rousey was, at one point, like, one of the biggest stars on the planet, just in general media and stuff. She's now in an eight-way elimination match where there's been kind of a lot more stuff about Chelsea Green, I think, being in this match than her. And that is shocking. It feels Mm. like a complete... Like, her and Shayna Shayna Basz as a a fucking kick-ass tag team... Sounds great as an idea if Ronda can be asked, which I don't think she, she really will be for this. A lot of rumours that she's been injured the whole time, like her arm and the rest of it. Awful fit. It'll look and feel like a clusterfuck, and, yeah, it'll be over.
0: It's also the men's version um, going on uh, on the, over the weekend as well. Braun and Ricochet, the Street Profits, the Alper Academy, the Viking Raiders is, uh, is also uh, amongst the cards as well. <sighs> the get the lads on the card, matches uh, is mm. also there for you, mate. Like a uh, like a New Japan undercard that's been uh, wisely
1: sold. I reckon this will be the thing that leads to the Street Profits breaking up. Mm. Like uh, of of that, and there. who wins again could give less of a shit. Um, Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Because he's the biggest bloke in there. That. <laughs> and Otis will do whatever that's... I don't know how, it, if somebody says to me, oh, I find Otis funny, I would be like, I'm remembering that about you. In other words, if you tell me to, oh, you'll like this, I will ignore exactly what you say. Because he's cack as well. So, yeah, it, it's it's just a pointless match, isn't it? Yeah.
0: As is this conversation, we've got like forty more shows. To yeah, play. sorry, I'll, <laughs> shut up? Up? I'll shut up. <laughs> uh,
1: anything else? No, that's it. All done. That's WrestleMania. I'll be quicker on the other ones. I'm not going to go in depth on all of the other ones.
0: All right. Well, elsewhere, uh, WWE's uh, weekend. There's also uh, NXT's uh, stand and deliver um, mm. taking place uh, over the weekend as well. And um, that's one that's like escaped the news ty- um, cycle, and um, that literally. Nobody is talking about uh, Braun Breaker versus uh, Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams in his corner for the NXT title, it's main event. Uh, Johnny Gargano's uh dropping back down to NXT on a mania weekend to where Grayson Waller uh, Chase you against uh, Tyler Bate and KSU and Tyler Bates, sorry, against the Schism, uh, which is Jaggery, Joe Gacy, and Rip Fowler, which continues to be the funniest. With Ava, thing, uh, the rock's daughter. WWE. Yeah, what a, what a gang of uh, lads and ladies that is. Cree brothers against Gallus versus the D'Angelo family in a three-way tra- tag team triple threat match. Gallus getting a Mania weekend payday. Pay Wesley versus J.D. McDonough versus Ilya Dragunov versus Dragon Lee versus Axiom. Why well, has every match on this card got 12 wrestlers in? I know. It. Women's title ladder match. Zoe Stark versus Gigi Dolan versus Indy Hartwell versus Lara <laughs> Valcaria Kar- Kar- versus Tiffany Stratton. And then the women's tag team match, Fallon Henley and Keanu James versus Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. And Fallon Henley and Keanu James both sound like people you made up on the day. I didn't. Page, JP, so I keep I'm on saying unlike the crypto arena where this is taking place, which I don't believe is real. And the shit, it's like 47 it is, wrestlers mate. on this card. Like yeah. uh, one match show. Is there anything you're interested in on this one?
1: No, one match show. And I won't lie. I'm not even that interested in it. It just feels like it's the best of the options they've built up as in, these are the two guys that clearly they like and they mm. want to move them. Like they've kept them away from each other, which is a good thing. Feels like it's a natural passing of the torch here. If you're ever going to do anything with Brecker, get him out of there. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I've got really much confidence he's going to be good anyway, because I just mm-hmm. look at him and go, "Is it touched the killer crosses here?" Mm-hmm. Oh, you look the part, just doesn't convince when the bell starts and you go, "Oh God, no!" Like I, mm-hmm. I don't find myself like that necessarily that interested. Carmelo Hayes, there's more of an upside. I'm still, mm. you know, we have to see how these things kind of look on a kind of main roster level. But it would make sense to to go to him. This is actually like the crypto.com arena. Um, you see him all over UFC. I don't know all, oh, right. Of course. Like that feels like they've done a good crowd for this. I think it's about seven thousand or so tickets sold for it. Which, no way. Yeah, yeah, and no, they've Just done more than they'll do all year
0: <laughs> Get anywhere them. else.
1: Yeah, yeah, for NXT. But it is, it's the the—it's the main, like, they've stuffed this card with so much mm. stuff that, I mean, there are odds mm. on it, but I couldn't really tell you. I have no real interest in, in any of the storylines. I'm assuming that the Fatal Five-Way match will be kind of fun. But, yeah, mm. it really is about that kind of, that main event. And NXT fans will love it for that. And mm. I'm assuming the audience who goes along to this will be in for that match. And there'll be various other... Younger people on the undercard looking to kill themselves. Like I say, in that fatal five-way match, Wesley Dragon Lee, you're hoping for, has like a kind of a big night. That the Lee brothers become. collide. Yeah, they do indeed. Uh, Wes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of the other ones on there. Sammy Lee used to play for Man City
0: <laughs> on there oh, as, well. as well. Yeah, uh, Rob Lee, the footballer. Yeah you go.
1: Good, <laughs> uh, good family of, uh, of guys. The other stuff on there is just like. I mean, the, the the ladder match is there because of the weird situation with Roxanne Perez taking getting an injury, but it felt like a just a, that's they did a Shawn Michaels type angle with it. So I'm a bit wary of it. I think this one is is it quite early in the day? Stand and deliver. I think I want to say it is on the Saturday. It's quite early, early for us. That is, so yeah. one Eastern, so it's six p.m. our time, isn't it?
0: Which is yeah. 10 pacific so that's 10, is that 10 a.m 10 a.m is it yes yeah, that's a daytime show isn't it it's lunchtime
1: what <laughs> wrestlemania's got, version, version of around. wrestling cult is it, yeah. is that what
0: it is? <laughs> the hangover show it everyone is, will do that it? that slow motion thing where everyone works slowly let us know the we for wrong folks and it's just a really late nighttime show no, that, that's that's wild um yeah i guess we'll uh we'll uh we'll see you on that one boy I mean, moving uh, from the uh, the WWE stuff, Connor uh, kind of to say, yeah, uh, it's mm. six PM here. And that's uh, that's a wild one, that one. Oh, there you go. At least we can uh, maybe we'll watch that while we're uh, recording something. Potentially, that could uh, that could be the way uh, that falls. But yeah, we should uh, we should get into the uh, the other uh, big stuff of uh, uh, the uh, the weekend, the uh, the non WWE stuff, which is always more interesting. Mm. Definitely, made more interesting by uh, by Tony Khan. Um, obviously, uh, before the uh, the small matter of the uh, the ROH pay per view at the uh, at the weekend. Obviously, we got uh, a Dynam- and Rampage this week. don't think we have uh, anything else for Rampage yet. Dynamite's got Ruby Soho, Willa Nightingale, Matt Hardy, Jack Perry, uh, Dalton Castle and the Boys against the Blackpool Combat Club, Orange Casty versus The Butcher, Adam Cole versus Daniel Garcia with Adam Cole's uh, return. so mm-hmm. ring on uh on dynamite i think i thought that was next week and kenny omega versus jeff cobb which is kind of the uh the pick of those matches so yeah tony Garden, not quite uh throwing the towel in in uh in mania week as far as uh attention goes you know at least we've uh we've got that some fun stuff on dynamite but the pick is this roh pay-per-view oh. i think this is the best cards of the week um 100 at this point like you look up and down this card like it's just wall-to-wall stuff i really want to see <laughs> like uh, so we've got the reach for the sky ladder match the kingdom versus aussie open versus top flight versus russian drilistico versus the lucha brothers Ladder match, by the way, <laughs> you know, with those fucking, that cast of characters in there, that's going to be fucking wild, you know, um, Kingdom can be bases, they can be like, remember when uh, Regal and uh, Waters made his other hard English mate, um, mm. Dave Taylor, uh, were in that ladder match and the, the gimmick was they were afraid of the ladders, maybe they'll do that and let everyone else do the flying spots, but that's a fucking banger. Joe Jovi Mark Briscoe been relatively, you know, like I said earlier about the TV show, not the most exciting thing in the world. I'm almost struggling to force myself to watch it at this point. Mm. It's like classic NXT, you know. It gets us to where we need to be with the stories. Jovi Mark Briscoe is a nice match to have on this show. Yeah, Claudio Castagnoli versus Eddie Kingston is the next one up on there on their website. That you know, I'm not that interested in Claudio as a wrestler overall. I've said that before. But this story, you know, it's ingrained in years and years of, you know, Chikara lore, including, uh, which I thought was a nice move, Joseph Montecillo, um narrated the video they put on the ROH uh, uh, YouTube that I recommend everyone check out. that mm. goes through their history. That's fantastic. The sit-down they did on last week's TV was fantastic, where they went back and forth on on, on their history, and uh, Kingston basically just wants to kill Claudio at this point. Should have been on Dynamite, it was that good. By King O V Commander, like like that, Tony can pulled that one out of his ass. That could you know, I know they're working each other on a WrestleCon card in a hotel in front of you know people who are trying to buy t-shirts. But this on an ROH pay-per-view is fucking massive. That could be the show of the weekend. And then I suppose the embassy are facing AR Fox for Christine and Metalik. You can't have everything, but Metalik's on the show, you know. Um that's nice too. So like what a card, mate. That's genuinely oh like impressive.
1: A small mention of Wheeler Utah versus Katsuyori, fucking well, Chibata that's not on the as website, well.
0: Yeah, they haven't got that here, but of course that got added this week as well. That well,
1: got added on there can't this week. I not believe that's
0: real. I thought that was fantasy booking when mean, I saw people nah.
1: talking about it. Mental. It really is. It, this feels like, this does feel like an NXT takeover. That's the vibe I got from it. That it feels like yeah. it, it's going to be the best show of the weekend. It's going to have the best wrestling in, in terms of it on there. I also say, don't sleep on Athena versus Yuka Sakazaki. Because I, mm. I, I think that like Athena in this role is is the the best version of her that we're ever gonna kind of see on there. So I, I don't even think that's necessarily bad, but it does It's very much lost in the shuffle given the amount of talent elsewhere on it. There's something for everyone here. I was just glad to see the Kingo's on here because trying to capitalize after the after Dynamite last week, and you think to yourself, this is an easy way of doing it. This is this is going to be a really fun show. I just hope because the idea of Claudio knocking around, given the money he's probably on in ring of honor, Eddie King, this should, this should be the Eddie Kingston show, if Mm. anything, and he gets to win and he gets to have that big, big moment and he becomes a champion and Mm. you have him as the central character in ring of honor and various people say, you're not honorable. You're not a proper wrestler. And then just, you know, various things kick off from there. You just hope Definitely they go at it. About, yeah. Good bit of needle. I watched that interview on the, on the back of what you said. It was absolutely great. The video as well. They put up today. I haven't seen all of it, but it was oh. just great stuff in terms of yeah. like into the intricacies of, of their, their, their careers. You put
0: that stuff on Dynamite and even I'll shut up about too much ROH on Dynamite. Like, is that, I sh- maybe they'll go heavy on Dynamite this week. Barely a peep as far as promotion for this show. Like it's, uh, the complete opposite of last time it mm. like final battle time, the amount of like time ROH got on AWTV. Clearly, some of the TPS has just gone none of that ROH shakes, here, yeah. Tony. It's like a, it's probably a swear word in those offices, isn't it? Because like all in builders, I know they've got their own TV now, but it's on on a club. So I would have thought Tony would take a few more liberties, maybe. Maybe maybe as he's holding it for this week, but yeah,
1: it's odd. Maybe he's getting that six oh five Saturday time slot the extra hour, hour, hour of telly in there. But you can't I like, this is, from, like, match to match, this, like, mm. there is at least four of the matches on there. You think, I can't see them being bad. And I'm at yeah. least very intrigued by them to see how they go. Wheelie Uta, Katsuyori, Shibata. I mean, it's a part yeah. of me, because I, I dislike the Wheelie Uta character in the way that you should dislike a character. And you yeah. just want to see Shibata knock shit out of him, really. The idea he's able to wrestle in the US, but New Japan won't do anything with him, is just so fucking weird.
0: And it's like, wrestle, in. but it's wrestle, it's wrestle, you
1: know, with quotation marks. It's Yeah. It's,
0: and they, they haven't forgiven him for that. Wrestle Kingdom have the 100%. It was obvious at the time he called an audible. That was always a shoot. Um, Maybe a work shoot in some ways, but, like, mm. they don't they don't want him in the ring. Like, they don't want God, him no. taking bumps, do they? Like, I, I can't understand it, to be honest. Like, but... I mean, if Tony Khan's willing to take the risk, then Tony Khan's willing to take the risk, yeah. and I'm, I'm sure you know, it'll be a grapple fuck session, won't it? The pure, the pure title is the is the perfect, uh, perfect place for this.
1: Oh, absolutely, it is exactly the perfect place for it as uh, yeah. as as well. It's whether or not is he, he going to go over? Is he someone you're going to have about there? And it feels like, as with a lot of things, that you know hmm. they're going to need, um, you know. it would make Wheeler Uta a better dick if he manages to to hang on to the title. So it's a common theme throughout the, our recording here tonight. And Shabata, you're not going to trust right He's not going to be around all the time in terms of defending belts and the like. So be another one of these weird situations. He turns of to wrestle Orange Cassidy and then loses. I think we're going to yeah. have the same thing again with Wheeler Utah. But yeah, done good crowd as well. There's over 4,000 there in a 5,000-seat yeah. building, so... Yeah. maybe happy numbers I expect the buy rate to be quite a bit down though from the last one which I think was around 35 37 mm-hmm. like 37,000
0: Mm, I guess we'll I guess we'll see, but yeah, I think uh, mm-hmm. you know if they, if they give it a little bit of a push on Dynamite with this quality of card, it's what we're all going to be uh, talking yeah. about come Mania weekend. But to move on to the uh, the GCW stuff um, going on at the at the weekend, uh, obviously Bloodsport, as I say, kicks off things uh, on the GCW side on uh, on Thursday night. As I say, uh, it's not as uh, not as comfortable a time as it has been in prior years when when they've been on East Coast time, we were able to watch this at like 9 p.m. UK time. It's been that perfect little slot, but you know midnight's still not too bad uh, I, d- I don't know you can tell me what you think about uh, alex coughlin being a uh, moxley's opponent now and uh, stepping in for uh the mysteriously not here davy richards um uh, but elsewhere on the show i'll run through the card then uh, give us your thoughts uh josh barnett versus timothy thatcher um is probably going to go on last uh killer kelly versus marina shafia
1: davy boy
0: smith jr versus jr kratos might uh might nip the lujo on that one. Eric Hammer versus uh Calvin Tankman. Good to see the tank man in uh in Bloodsport again. Johnny Bloodsport versus Royce Isaacs. Bad dude Tito versus Yui Yamora. Kota Ibushi, who's making many uh GCW appearances over this weekend, against speedball Mike Bailey, burying the lead there, and Colin McCall versus uh Jeff Cobb. Some fun stuff there, JP. But can you I be drawn to anything else other than uh, Kota Ibushi and Mike Bailey, even if it is under uh Bloodsport rules? <laughs>
1: It's gonna make a soccer because like you say, part of the problem with this is there's not really any doubt over who's gonna be likely winning these. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of these mates feel like I think I think the Moxley Coughlin thing for the blood sport aesthetic, mm-hmm. which has always worked better when it's been short, sharp shocks, basically. There's stuff mm-hmm. that's gone like three to five minutes and not fucking mm-hmm. about. But can you have a blood sport without Super Beast?
0: Mm-hmm. There
1: is the giant question for me. Mm-hmm. Like without without Super Beast there, and instead having Davy Smith Jr. again, who isn't always on this fucking show. Like, and mm. will he will he will be the person who makes a lot of people tap out. This match will be on, it'll be like, Yeah, you're nodding off here. As soon as you close those eyes, off to the land of nod you go. Um, mm. but as a as a card, like it's always quite fun to wet your appetite to. It's always been generally about two hours long as well. It's always mm. one of the things I appreciate sure about it not as much fucking around. Alex Coughlin as a substitute for Davey Richard, I think that's absolutely fine. I think he'll he'll try hard. He's not going to win, is he? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, if you're watching a sort of f- fake MMA fight, <laughs> it is, it's pretty hard when you know who's going to be winning a lot of these. And that's what it feels mm-hmm. like. There just isn't really a whole lot of doubt in there. There's no way Johnny Bloodsport is, is taking <laughs> a defeat to Royce Isaacs. Josh Barnett versus Timothy Thatcher could be the most grapple fuck of grapple fuck matches that we have ever seen.
0: Will's always telling me I'm too hard on, uh, on Josh Barnett and I'm misremembering mis- all these great blood sport matches he maybe, had. Uh, maybe I'm just choosing to remember uh, the bad stuff. Like he had that great back and Mockley, didn't he? Um, the Suzuki match was well received. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Uh, I-, I-, I recall, maybe I'm wrong. Um, but even I- I- Tim Thatcher, I don't know. Hopefully that won't. Of
1: too many of just Bonnet's worst impulses, maybe we'll uh it could be good, or they could just grapple each other until they just disappear up their own asses. That's yeah. the other big potential in, in, in all of There's that problem.
0: But I think yeah. with Blood Sports, it's almost like it's not a meme of a show, but it's like kind of it's almost it's not and it's not an irony watch either. It's just like a fun communal watch, I think. I think when it's on, yeah. everyone's on Twitter and Mania weekend's about to start. and We're not worn down yet by the amount of matches we're about to get into from GC- GCW this weekend. And it's usually short. It usually is outstay its welcome. It's less about the individual matches and more about the overall ball. I think Moxley Coughlin will probably be good. Moxley will have a point to prove. Yeah. And I think, yeah, Kota Ibushi in there and Speedball Mike Bailey is absolutely That's
1: mad. Uh, the pick from there. Uh, Colder from, McCall, uh, by the way. The guy we don't know um, is from Scotland. Oh, okay. I'm sure he's been on one previously. I'm, I'm oh, I remember do remember, remember there being a random been, yeah.
0: Scottish lad. Yeah, that does ring a bell. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Oh, uh, well, boy. Yeah, what else have, uh, have GCW uh, got going uh, going on over the weekend, JP?
1: Well, I mean, I should also mention as well, that all of these shows are coming from one of your old haunts, the Ukrainian Cultural Center, which for fans of the weekend of show that, often comes up on there. And let's like say, take advantage of the of the free trial to watch all of these GCW events. so don't pay a fucking penny. Uh fight no. plus shouldn't be saying that uh to our mates at fight. In terms <laughs> here a cult- five Consider considering the money
0: we paid over the years for some of these individual shows and coupons and vouchers we paid. Like
1: I'm still shocked
0: it, by this business blunder. hopefully it works like, out for him.
1: Man like Derice is on the for the culture show. Um against Myron Reed and, and Kevin Knight on here. I mean, I think I, I look at this one and it, it, it doesn't feel like, I mean, the two cold Scorpios on there, but it doesn't feel like a, a show that has that much kind of buzz to it at all. Like, mm. I don't know. Like it, it, it feels like it's very much kind of lost in the shuffle. What is it on? Is it on at 1159? Is that right? Yeah, is it yeah. a, the late show? show? as well so really
0: you'll well, probably office. have
1: more uk viewers because it'd be breakfast mm. for mm. a lot of us if we're up mm. early around that time so maybe that's what we'll end up seeing there um mm. yeah tucco scorpio versus brian keith on there as well but other than that it, it it feels like it will fall into the ether spring break is a weird one um only in the sense that, like, you've only got four matches announced for it, one of which is Mike Bailey versus El Hio Del Vakingo. Again, who's on there between two of the guys who are going to be around a lot this Mania weekend. Kota Ibushi versus Joey Janela. Christ only knows what that's going to be like. Mm -hmm. I haven't mentioned them already. We've got the Motor City Machine Guns versus the East-West Express of old WrestleMania favourite, Jordan Oliver and Nick Mm. Wayne on there as well and maki ito and nick gage teaming up for maki death kill which will make some people laugh but i won't be one of them as well so it, <laughs> and and spring break has gotten worse and worse and worse mm. over like years they haven't mentioned anything about the clusterfuck battle royal i that, no, that's Joe uh, is like almost
0: quite proud. quiet yeah but he, i saw him tweet like huh, we've only announced four matches like that was good. <laughs> I don't know what's going on really, like whether mm. you know that's it or the rest of it's going to be surprises or they know they're going to, you know, sell out on the strength of you know the matches that they've got so far, which you know they're doing well. But yeah, I don't know. Like uh, I, th- I think Kota Ibushi, Gianella, like, <laughs> I think Joey Janela. Like I I didn't know what that match is going to be because Koto likes likes a bit of excess, doesn't he? And Joey Janela is going to be trying to prove. He's a wrestler with a capital R, and he can he can go out there and he can he can he can absolutely you know keep up with a Kota Ibushi. But his idea of keeping up with a Kota Ibushi is going to be a 25 minute finish and stretch with loads of big near falls, and a door might get involved, you know. And there's going to be died in the world GCW fans are going to talk about it like a match of the year, and there's. Probably going to be more discerning people going oh, to know about that. lads. I think you might have, uh, you know, broke the formula a little bit. I just don't know on that match. It's one for the GCW fans for me. I think uh, I like Joe Ginal as a personality. I still get enjoyment out of these spring break shows, even if this one mm-hmm. definitely feels far less meme heavy or buzzworthy than normal. But I don't really want to see Joe Ginal versus Kota Ibushi. Maybe you'll prove me wrong with that. No. That's the kind of uh, that's what worries me that he's going to be trying so hard to prove me wrong.
1: Well, I think that's the that's the thing about it, isn't it? Is 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 that he's going to be doing so much sort of daft stuff as well. And I always think Kota mm. Ibushi like one of the more interesting uses is if he was on the. They've got a GCW versus DDT show on the mm. on the same night as as well. I think it's after this one, and obviously Kota Ibushi long storied history there in in DDT. Mm. <sighs> like I. I'll watch stuff of spring break. Like Mm. even the, the kind of trashy stuff. Like we're never going to get like a no legs moment again, are we? We're not going to have something like that feels like that's like that kind of stuff. And and I think that's the problem with, with spring break is, is it's lost a lot of its buzz in the same way. I look at GCW because it feels like the oversaturation of shows and cars they're doing. Was it seven over the weekend Mm. they're doing that is, like that's a ridiculous amount they're running. They're like, God knows if you're a staff at the Ukrainian Cultural Center, you think, "Oh Christ, not this again!" Because it's going to be like that <laughs> on a loop, like all day, every day, over the course of like three, four days on there. Um,
0: I mean, but I will say, I mean, I mm. the only pushback I give on that is I think like with with spring break, like I still think like as as far as like you know, if you're gonna try and stand out and be different because everyone else is doing meme shows at this point i understand like the business logic and like the car mm. being, being what it is you know uh, i mean I, I guess i should wait with Bait of breath for what's what's you know around those main matches but you know yeah kota Ibushi and uh, joey jadella probably isn't the match i would have booked mike bailey and vikingo Va- like, oh, yeah. that like that's gonna be fucking good you know mike bailey's name is gonna come up a lot through this week i can't think of a, you know Kota Bushi on the blood sports aside, a better opponent for Mike Bailey, that's going to be fucking awesome. Um, you know, the tag of Motors Machine Guns against the East West, not really for me, but if you know, Nick Wayne might uh, you know, might surprise some people, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I could see the, the guns you're getting a good match out of them too. And depending on who Nick Gage and Mike Ito's uh, opponents are, that could be. You know, acceptable too. I think maybe that's the lane they're in. I think it's going to be more. Well, we're going to blow the world away with
1: big matches, and maybe almost rebrand the uh, the spring break idea. The, the one problem I think they have, though, the Bailey Kingo matches—they've got bigger matches for other mm-hmm. companies going who they're kind of more contracted with or got much more stand to gain than they have GCW. So mm-hmm. my suspect is they will hint at a lot of stuff and they'll do some flashy stuff, but it won't be the kind of killer match killer crazy match that if they went out and just had that match that that's what they'll end up having i mean i think mm-hmm. the reaction to vikingo is going to be the really interesting one like it mm-hmm. feels like you know obviously it's it's almost like the timing for him personally couldn't have been better <laughs> and then going into this wrestlemania weekend he's very heavily showcased on, on wwe stuff he's like mm-hmm. you know the guys around that as he should have been a few years ago mm-hmm. uh on the I'm not going into the GCW versus DDT card. I'm to say it exists and it fulfils <laughs> a niche.
0: I'm a side, Tony. What it
1: is it?
0: I'm a side, Tony. That but is
1: can...
0: wacky. Yokoyama <laughs> <isn't laughs> and a Tatsuya Endo. Like, I did think that was a, <sighs> was interesting. There, um, yeah. I, I do the
1: reformation really of the on... Moonlight Express of Mao and Mike Bailey, who are a really good tag team as well.
0: Yeah, as Connor says, yeah, Effie and Ali Catch are probably uh, the, the gauge uh, opponents, so I'll take that back. But uh, they're on that show as oh, well. I wonder what the other DDT fans are like of Effie and, uh, Effie and Ali catch Chris Brooks over, though. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Once upon a time, he might have been booked up for a, a mania weekend, but he's just quietly in on that uh, on that DDT show in a, a six-man tag with the second gear crew, uh, which is on there. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's another one. I think Higuchi against Blake Christian has been one I've seen the... Uh, the hardcores kind of uh roll their uh roll their eyes out at that being the uh, the use there with Blake Christian. Is there anything that stands out for you on that one?
1: Oh, what on the um DDT show? On the DDT show, no, not really. It's individual yeah. people. But it's more the idea that the last like remember there was a point in time when loads of promotions were going out there and a lot of them like end up fucking like kind of you know, not bankrupting mm. themselves, frankly. DDT mm. are doing this, but obviously they're under the auspices of cyber fight who also got Tokyo Joshi Pro over there so this mm-hmm. is probably as much them trying to sell wrestle universe as mm-hmm. a as a kind of thing as much as anything am I interested in it it's a it's a you know it's a series of of like look at the wacky worlds of GCW and DDT and if it's anything like GCW versus TNT, And I certainly don't want any part of it because that feels more like there's going to lead to an existential crisis for me, like the one that Gareth had before (laughs) at that. So, no, I'm probably not going to see much of it because whatever it is of DDT, it's not the authentic DDT. There'll be Mm. some requisite silliness, but not really enough for me to be particularly interested in.
0: Yeah, well, to wrap up the other uh, GCW stuff going on, uh, Jimmy Lloyd's degeneration F um uh, is uh, is taking place. I'm sure you're excited for that one. Your boy Jack Cartwheels on there against somebody called oh, the yeah. Tree. <laughs> Some local called Bobby Orlando on there feels like a GP. Uh, no, no I wish one. it was um, no. That card's not looking particularly exciting. Gringo Locos, the The World on Lucha, is taking place on the first day of WrestleMania. Um, which is an interesting uh, you know, a sh- shout to have uh, have there. Um that's gonna be uh gonna be there. So yeah. Um that one's got Laredo Kid via Vikingo on the show. Um <laughs> actually, you know, there's obviously those two in there um that's that's quite exciting negro kazas versus tony deppin psycho clown versus gringo loco himself was uh, on that show black taurus and lost vipers against aramis Aras and commander it's a good list of talents on that show mate mm. um it's just whether people are going to be up for it on the uh on the saturday um going pretty much head to head with wrestlemania
1: And that's it, isn't it? And unfortunately Mm -hmm. for them as well. um, And there are some interesting people on there. I mean, bring Sexy Star over as well. She didn't like to job. She's probably loving Mm -hmm. fucking CM Punk stuff. Just thinking, live the dream, Phil. Um, It doesn't help that it's got Effie's Big Gay Brunch head of it, which might end up Mm -hmm. killing the crowd as well But uh, before that, Mm -hmm. which is only really notable for me, but a couple of names on there, like Fred Rosser, for example, being on there. Carlos Romo is on there as well. But again, Mm -hmm. it's going to be very much kind of, Lost in the lost in the shuffle as much as anything for that, and mm. it's it hasn't been good, and it doesn't. It feels like it's just like a kind of a fringe show that GCW offer. So I just don't find Effie. Unfortunately, Effie just reminds me of David Starr, like as well. Mm. I, I, on top of that, Effie's shit. So <laughs> like the fucking like lose lose. Like I don't want to know anything about it. So yeah, mm. God, yeah, just. It's a, it's a lot of, uh, there is some good stuff on there, but I think with the GCW stuff, what you're going to take from it is you're not going to be watching full cards. You're just going to be watching like individual pick and choose matches. Definitely. But well, I
0: suppose moving on from GCW, yeah. Uh, WrestleCon have got mm. uh, some stuff going on as well as uh, some other miscellaneous uh, promotions uh, over the weekend, JP. What else have we got?
1: Yeah, well, we've got the Impact New Japan Wrestling, Multiverse United, Only the Strong Survive, mm. which felt like a much bigger deal. When you had Josh Alexander was going to be on it, and Will Osprey was going to be on this as well. This is one that's going up as a pay per view. Instead, I think he's really lost something from that as mm. well. So yeah, some from the that. globe that the, the PWG haunt on there as well. I mean, if the main stuff on there like they Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Mike Bailey, they brought mm. Tanahashi in as a you know as a as a make good for Osprey not not being there. Bailey must be absolutely chuffed. It's a cracking mm. match for. For him. Um, New Japan's strong open title match of Kenta versus Minoru Suzuki, who I don't know if this is one of the few appearances Minoru Suzuki's making. There's a couple he's making there as well, but that'll be kind of interesting. I mean, in terms of Matt what I think will be match of the night. And again, they're doing the uh, NXT style, stuffing loads of people into matches. The tag team title match I want to give a shout out for because the ace Austin and Chris Bay versus Motor City Machine Guns versus Aussie Open versus TMDK four-way mm. match. Um, I think that could be a hell of a lot of fun given the teams in there, much like the X division title match of Trey Miguel, Rocky Romero, Frankie Kazarian, Rich Swan, Clark Connors, and Kevin Knight. Just a waste of Clark Connors though in there as well. He should be doing something a bit better uh, on there. Um, Alex Coughlin, Callahan, Fred Rosser, and PCO versus Team Filthy. The mm. fuck is that on there? And Eddie Edwards and Joe Hendry. That's a couple of mental teams. And on the pre-show they got Gabriel Kidd versus Yu Yamura, and it's like it's the best slot for Gabriel Kidd. I mean, I saw him one on Sunday for God's sakes. But yeah, it's a, yeah, Jeff Cobb versus Moose. Yeah, why mm. not? Shits and giggles. <laughs> I don't think it's not enough to sell you on a pay-per-view. Mm. For it, like, I'm I'm a bit wary about this sort of like being a show that you're going to want to go out of your way to necessarily watch it. Mean, there's a couple of things of interest there.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah i mean i I'd say the osprey bailey match being this it is a you know a massive you know kicking the ball to it a mania weekend um but tanahashi stepping in you know as kind of said there you know uh what's mike bailey's dream match apparently it's tanahashi um so like that's that's big for him and tanahashi being willing to do it is uh is definitely a, a vote of confidence there so i'm still quite looking forward to that even if I'm not going to hunt it out like a without mm. Osprey Bailey. You know, you could imagine Osprey Bailey getting match of the weekend shouts, yeah. and us all running to watch that when this is a show that could easily get lost in the shuffle with so much else going on. And that was the thing that was keeping its head above water, wasn't it? And this does to that, to, but just not to that extent. Um, yeah, and outside of that, I can't say there's a huge amount on there that at this point really interests me. Like Jeff Cobb, Moose, like you say, could be could be entertaining. There's some inter- interesting interactions there as far as like the X Division title match, like you said, and Kenta Minoru Suzuki. Five years ago would be great, but Minoru yeah. Suzuki doing his you know tour and in front of a US crowd act against the aging Kenta, <laughs> I don't know how how good that's going to be. and it's going to be again it's it's a WrestleCon show, isn't it? So it's going to be in front of that disinterested crowd. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and this show went from one that like I had nailed on the calendar to now that I look at the ca- the
1: card and the cold fight, a day, could easily be one to skip. There was a point in time where I'm not saying it was as like kind of buzzworthy as what Ring of Honor show was gonna be, but like mm-hmm. now there's like a real gulf between the two shows, and you go, Oh yeah, this isn't something to get particularly excited about.
0: How they do the venue, how they light it up, you know, being
1: the the in the, uh, the PWG venue. So yeah, as much
0: as that shit on WrestleCon shows, it's in a place that can be hot, that's... you know, if it's a PWD base that's there, then it might be different than the normal mm. years where everyone's, you know, more interested in getting autographs and, and buying t-shirts than the matches going on in the ring. So maybe they that's... resolve that problem.
1: That's the hope as well, is that the venues mm. feel lively because as soon yeah. as you see some of these shows, and we've seen it before. You think, oh my, I've look at this show, and then you just put it on, and the crowd shit, and it's not full, and you're like, oh, I'm immediately like not really wanting to watch this now. Yeah.
0: Well, on that note, also coming from the same venue, WrestleCon uh, Super Show, the Mark uh, Hitchcock uh, Memorial Show. Mm. It's very nice that they uh, they continue to uh, as always to like- do that. Um, Vikingo over Black Taurus versus Commander is the main event, and you know what? Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, the globe, you know, that that could be you know, Black Taurus is great too. You know, if the can go Commander kill it on ROH, maybe they can uh, kill it again, uh, here as well with the right crowd in the building. Uh, vs. versus Mike Bailey, um, sounds like a, yeah. a lot of fun. Ultimo Dragon versus Negro Casas, uh, Brian Keith and Kenta versus Tom and a mystery partner. I'd love to see Kenta go up against Brian Alvarez, so I'm hoping that's, that's him. the
1: exactly what
0: I was thinking <laughs> Kenton and Brian Alvarez, the dream match none of us knew we wanted um, Rocky Romero versus Michael Oku, nice to see uh, Michael Oku on there, I always think he uh, deserves more bookings on these uh, mm-hmm. these big weekenders, but that could be massive for him Rocky Romero is literally the New Japan US office, um, if he impresses there you know, like, let's maybe hope isn't lost um, with them getting to Japan. Uh, Ares, Latigo, and Toxin versus Aramis, Galeno Damal and Ray Horace, uh, which will be your your Lucha Flippy tag. Uh, United Empire of Jack Cobb and uh, Aussie Open against uh, the Time Machine. Um, And there's going to be a TJPW 10-man women's tag team match with, uh, as far as we know, no women announced yet. Um, Again, WrestleCon Super Show always looks great on paper, doesn't it, JP?
1: Yeah, but then what they end up doing is they end up kind of at times getting a shitty venue and it just mm. that that's always mm. been the issue with this is a good venue and i think it's just mm. that what the hope is like is that between the venues for these that should feel a bit better and with good tickets amount you know sold as well i think this is you know the kind of thing that generally does very well i think you know wrestle has always done a good job with this uh, memorial super show as well in terms of building it up and i hope obviously they bring out mark's uh family and, and friends and everyone else in order to, you know, to come mm. out and celebrate it as well. It, it's just generally because you can only watch this one through high spots. This is one of the, be one of the shows that's probably least seen given mm. the fight, the availability of fight plus the ease, the, you know, the ease of the pay-per-view that people are going to be signing up to high spots in order to see this live. I'm not necessarily sure about that. Mm. But there's some interesting matchups definitely and that main event feels like the kind of one where it's like yeah
0: mm. especially with the table fun, set man. already after the ROH match so yeah who
1: knows it, it certainly is is the big show of the weekend which is also happening from the Globe Theater this is on the uh, on the Friday and that's TJ Tokyo Joshi Pro 10, 10. live <laughs> in Los Angeles no he hasn't going to go he want to hear all of this and I'm I interested to see who who's going to win Mizuki and Yuka Sakazaki versus Maki Ito and Mio Yamashita any Me idea, sure.
0: Bennett?
1: No, I'm bugger, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're excited by that one, aren't you? <laughs> Compelled
0: um, as I am by uh, the Edge uh, and Finn cage match, mate. So, same, uh, same Freelance coming out. Yeah, definitely. Well,
1: Shoko Nakajima, who's more noble for being... What I, I feel, she's not the ace of Tokyo Joshi Pro. She wears like a wolf in her red, Like Yellow Jackets, which was watching earlier on before we were recording this. And Mio Watanabe versus Howdy Howitzer and Max the Impaler. Hyper Missile and Trissadora. Uh, who's that? I thought you uh, said Heidi, Howitzer. H- Heidi Howitzer. Oh right, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and that, I don't know what you thought I said there. I don't I want to go back and ask. Hyper Missou and Trishadora versus Raku and Yuki Aino. Obviously, you're big on that Raku and Yuki Aino team. Um, Ikara Noah and Noah Kakuta, and you'll be shocked by this. You've got reza Endo and Suzume in. Oh, which wow. I know you were. You're wondering why don't they bring them over, but they are. Oh, They're bringing no. them over, and fuck it, they put them in a tag match. I'm assuming it'll be great. Uh, one of your favourites, uh, one of your old favourites, Riku Tatsumi versus uh, Billy Starks. No, and then they... and I know you've been excited about Kai versus uh, Yuki Kamafuki. Yeah, buzzing Speaking for this. Face. I know, exactly. Well, Stardom had a show over there a little while ago. Mm-hmm. The thing is with Cyberfy is they can afford to do these shows. How well it draws is going to be, that's going to be another matter on there as well. However, what I will say about it is it fills a niche. I I know that the obvious joke
0: is Benno doesn't care, because of course I don't. But, but... If I was in LA and this show was on, this is something different, isn't it? I'd, I'd maybe yeah. go just to, you know, stake out the crowd and, you know, see who was in there taking photos of belly buttons and whatever. But, you know, I would still go and have a good time. Like, I bet you the matches would be great. Uh, and I bet you it will be different than a lot of the other things going on WrestleMania weekend. So, yeah, it's a, you know, it's something different, like you say, um, for the weekend. Uh, surprised they flying them all out there. Like, who's paying for this? Like CyberFight. Um, Oh,
1: okay. Uh, yeah. They, big US
0: expansion uh, plans. Nah. The
1: money they piss away on those four K mm-hmm. cameras in Noah and stuff. And I'm there thinking like there's thousands of people yeah. here. Like, I don't know why you're bothering. But yeah, yeah, I think they're making a go of it. Like I said earlier on, it feels like a way of plugging Wrestle Universe. Yeah. Just the non Noah bits.
0: Hmm.
1: Cool. Yeah we have also got their prestige nervous breakdown as well. This is where we're getting into the kind of like, who the fuck are these people again from the globe theater, Kel surprise main stuff on here. Michael Oku, uh, versus Titus Alexander for the West coast pro wrestling title. That's the promotion that's booked by Chris Hero, uh, oh, cool. on there as well. Aja Kong is there versus Masha Slamovich. Um, we've got Clark Connors, Kevin Knight and Yu Yamura versus C4. Calvin Tackman's on the card. Your mate Warhorse and a mystery a mystery uh, partner. I can't imagine who who that will be versus Midnight Heat on there as well. And in the time splitters, Alex Shelley and Kushida versus Ultimo Drag and Ultimo Dragon versus Team Filthy of the West Coast Wrecking Crew, Royce Isaacs and um, Jarrell Nelson and Tom Lawler. So that's going on there. Um before we get a whole DDT show in yeah. this, again going to be skipping over large skates from the other horn of the weekend the ukrainian cultural center fuck i hope they're getting the money cash in hand because they are fucking raking it in through this wrestling art, <laughs> aren't they over at that place we've got chris brooks and yoshi yoshihiko which i think is the fucking blow up doll could be versus 37 kamina yeah mao and shunma Ka- uh, katsumata in there and in the main and main event on we've got Eddie Kingston and Junakiyama getting to team mm. up. Team up after having that match on the uh, pre-show. Remember that? That was a cracking pre-show match as well, wasn't it? For the pay-per-view versus Damnation, T.A. Daisuke mm. Sasaki and Cannon. Uh Takeshita's on this card as well, but.
0: Yeah. I mean, Kingston get to team with it uh, with again against kind of yeah. the headline there, isn't it? Uh, and that that's that's happening there. So cool for him, um, I suppose. And yeah, I, I think this is like you say they're, they're trying to do like the legitimate DDT show here, obviously with like Sir so Joey Janela and um, bled into Chris Brooks making there. The flight out Nick Wayne, uh, even getting a book in mm. there in the uh, in the undercard again. That's the type that's the, the thing is that many weekends you want to have something a little bit different as far as like our uh, a roster goes and guys you're not going to see in a, in a lot of other places. Um, then yeah, that's that. This is kind of the uh, the match for you, even if you're Janella versus Endo, I'm sure is uh, is making uh, people very angry.
1: Yeah, I, I would imagine that being yeah, the case because um, Tetsuya Endo is great, mm. Joey Janella is not there, but it's not the final show that we come to in all of this. And I'm assuming I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that people are still watching, uh, like still watching along with us live as well, us going through some of these. This is one, it is real, it's on mm. Thursday. It's EF EWF. It's you know, for a long time, I've thought, wouldn't it be great if Empire Wrestling Federation could team up with Los Angeles <laughs> Wrestling? Well, by fuck, they've done it. we we look, Jake the Snake's flirting with Venom. Venom. That can be taken a number of mm. ways, particularly what version of Jake we're going to here. Uh, from somewhere different, the Sheraton Hotel. So I'm assuming mm. this will look shit if it ever makes tape at all, which God knows. Some wacky people on here. Chris Masters versus Sin Um, Alberto <laughs> El Patron with Ricardo Rodriguez versus Vladimir Mosquev with Andy Volkov. I didn't make up any of this. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Or like, I wish I'd made up this match. Michael Hopkins and Super Beetle versus Beef Candy, the team of Flex McCallion and Richie Slade. That feels like <laughs> shit I've made up on a name generator on there. Mike well, D, who was in WXW 16. Mike Carrick, D, in the referee. It, not him. Not the one who was the... Is he the bald lad who's a big Tranmere fan?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah that
1: gotcha, fucking hates us. X Copper, I think. No, that's Howard Webb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean yeah, yeah. would just always make it about himself, though. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to look at the other ones on it. Other people, Jamie Holly versus Anthony Idol, they may not exist. Ray Leon versus Black Destiny, may not exist. Brandon Gatson, no idea, may not be a real person. <laughs> What's Jake the Snake's role? I don't know.
0: What's his name on the market? I don't understand.
1: What. He's smoking fags and having two at a time with toys. That's what I'll assume that's going
0: on. EWF slash law, Jake the Snake's flirting with Venom. Just as a title, that doesn't make sense. Is, is Jason Ague involved? Is this the law coming back? Like I don't get it. I don't, it. I don't know. Los Angeles wrestling, okay, that's what that is. They should um, be tying
1: talking with LA law, if anything. Yeah. So my nan called it La law. <laughs> and I didn't have the heart to tell her. That the LA was uh was short for lost. I
0: am not believe you the show exists, by the way, JP.
1: <laughs> Neither did I when it came up as well. Uh, Hence the yeah. formatting was left somewhat sketchy until you sorted it out today.
0: I don't think the dregs are as dreggy as they normally are, because that's no. it. That's the majority like I know there's some there's probably some lower level LA indies there that don't even make cage matches that are that are running this weekend. Um, I know, you know, obviously there's the, the Hall of Fame as well um, going on, so you get to see uh, Stacey Kubel and, uh, and Ray Mysterio and Batista uh, get inducted. Boy.
1: Well, there is SBW oh, California wow. <laughs> Love, which is the Santino <laughs> Brothers Wrestling. I'll just assume that. That's on the GCW that's...
0: rundown, yeah.
1: Yeah, Raunchy Rico versus Tyler Bateman. I don't know.
0: I always thought Tyler Bateman should change his name once uh, once Tyler Bate got going.
1: Unless, unless Tyler Bate is actually Raunchy Rico. But uh, I don't know if this is real. right? There's number one easy. contendership sc- 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 uh, scramble match here. Hoss Hog versus Koto Hero okay. versus El Promahinio versus Alec Thomas versus Richie Coy versus Rob Shit. And that is somebody's <laughs> name on here. It just says Rob <laughs> Shit, which Rob feels Fri- like Fri- the Fri- kind Fri- of Fri- gag Fri- that I would put up on there. Feels it should be teaming with Jim the Bastard. In the shitty bastard tag team. There you go. I'll sneak (laughs) them on to the next slow week.
0: Look, Connor's right. Like, this is not a bad weekend. Like, this is not a bad weekend overall. Um, I think, again, picking and choosing is your friend. I'm pleasant. Like, you know, we went through Mania at the top. A lot of that Mania card is matches that I think once they get to the ring will be, be, you know, decent uh, at the very minimum. There'll be stuff like Edge and Firm Baller where I want to uh, absolutely uh, burn my eyes out and t- change the channel, but there's that. ROH reviews, definitely the pick of the weekends. Definitely going to watch Bloodsport. Definitely going to watch Janela. There's enough there to keep me interested, JP. I mean, check in on me, as you will do, um, through yeah. these days. But I, I think I'm going to make it through this one. But even with the time difference. What's your plan of action? What are you going to be doing? Are you going to be uh, early morning, show's morning after? Yeah. Or, yeah?
1: The time difference is a killer. If it's not East Coast, it's going to kill me. Like, unless it's like you stand and delivers or something like that. So, a lot of yeah. this stuff is going to be morning watching.
0: It's a shame we lost that hour, isn't it? A couple of weeks ago, it was only four hours. between yeah. us an East Coast swap make a
1: difference? Eight, we're getting evenings back now. I'll take that in exchange for that weirdness of taking and adding an hour. Or, and here's a crazy idea: let's leave the fucking clocks alone. Let's never speak <laughs> of the time difference stuff again, and we'll all be happy. <laughs> and it'll get darker when it gets fucking dark.
0: Oh, uh, we we were uh, we were up later looking at a takeaway on uh, on Saturday night after uh, after being out, and we were, it was like oh, it closes at two. Honestly, it's like closes at two. We got ages yeah. and it got to one, and then the clocks changed to two, and both of us were like, I swear it was only one. Why is it? And then we both oh yeah, we're stupid. The clocks changed tonight, didn't
1: they? <laughs> I had literally that moment. I hate that. Snuck it um, in this year. Not not much oh, fanfare. I don't like backwards. it.
0: Yeah, a bit like uh, some of these GCW shows, but there you go. That's your uh, that's your mania weekend, folks. And yeah, obviously, if you want to uh, hear us uh, talk those shows at slash grapple, we will have the uh, the WrestleMania uh, <laughs> review as Simon asked, Does Rob shit team with Lenny House? <laughs> oh, <please. laughs> it's a great time, please. Um, <laughs> we will have the WrestleMania review on it on Spotlight uh, next week, and we'll go through some of our, our highlights of the weekend. But yeah, for our RH review, you know, all of the GCW stuff, uh, do check us out at, at patreon.com slash grapple and yeah anything else to say jp i think that's uh kind of it is it not anything you you want to plug anything when you want to uh, throw out there
1: before we go i would say going back and listening to the to the to the the program that the bbc wants to ban and that's time on uh, on grapple <laughs> on, on, the YouTube. on the commission should be on the i player it'd be fucking worth fucking your hell, yeah. exactly. fucking. you like oh yeah fucking shocking on this isn't it um I'd have a li- listen to that. I'd also uh, recommend uh, we have it on the Patreon uh, for this week, but uh, the business uh, with Matty Edwards and WH Park, cracking mm. listen uh, for that as well. But have got loads, loads of stuff lie. on there. So I'd say all roads leads to patreon.com forward slash grapple that's it
0: so yep we'll be uh back for all of those shows through the week me and steph doing dynamite on thursday and we'll have matty back at some point as well to tell us uh new york stories i imagine it'll be next week's pre-show and um, so there you go there's another sell job for the patreon oh, but yeah. outside of that folks have a great wrestlemania week and we will catch you again next week
1: bye so what's the next move Easy.
0: So, what's the next move? People show fate, love, and try hate. When I wanna be yo, Grandma for the grub, gotta make it to the top now. Now I'm feeling brand new. Hop round town, black top, no fear. I'm right. working the money times. two. When I wanna be yo, Post up overseas <laughs> with a bad low pity, she a joy. She put her in Selena, she yards me. Take it to the drop, she the luck. This this rapper, Beno and JP. <laughs> Yeah. Next move. Which one's
1: think. Benno and which one's JP? Is this lad Benno, the one
0: in who... oh brilliant? Is that in his bedroom there, there with
1: the Ferrari stuff I think in
0: the background? Batman stuff in the background as well.
1: Um big Maca star
0: Oh well. We'll get them on. Benno and JP meet Benno and JP. Um we could go uh Go back
1: and forth. It'd be some awful audio, wouldn't it? Because we'd know what we're doing and then they wouldn't really know and it would just be like, oh, man. Do we know? I'm not sure. Unless Do it know, ends up like I the know. time Alan Partridge, and they got in lookalikes and they got Alan mm. Partridge and they got his Martin Brennan on there and the bloke who looked vaguely like that Daniel Craig. <laughs> right well, the Bubs, I would say.